Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Two thousand one, a Super Bowl sound odyssey. Thank you for getting the name right. I'm, I'm not Fred Kirk. Uh, Two thousand one, a sound odyssey. I know the English language and I use it well. Uh, Do you? If you, yeah, heard you dominated, dominated, Do- dominated, dominated the discussion. That's Correct. Good. That's good, Deuce. Let me get back to my point. Shut up, Deuce. This is my show. But enough about me. It what do you think about me, Deuce? Started in Rhode Island on a stormy <laughs> evening in the seventies. On a hill. The 49ers tried to have right. black uniforms for a while. It, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> doesn't work. That's how we got. Uh, uh, George, George Godsey. George Godsey. <laughs> Out of curiosity, when does when it say he? he'll be back? February 8th. February 8th? He's, he's decompressing. Some of us can clear our heads, I guess. <laughs> this is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right. I am, in fact, back. February 8th. Look, look, what is like, that? Looking like a like, lobster over there. It was like three days later. I know. I, I was g- gone for so long. You know, <laughs> One show. I know. Well, I can understand why for some people that seemed like a long <laughs> oh, time. Oh, God. You know, the struggle I can one. understand that. But uh, it is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and this is Patriots Unfiltered. The gang's all here until 2 o'clock talking everything Patriots and NFL and Super Bowl and you know, Richard Seymour might get into the Hall of Fame, and there's a lot going on this week, yeah. man. Joe Judge. Joe Judge. What, what about back. him? Might be back. Oh, it's might According be back. to reports. Looks like he's coming back. Oh, yeah? According to reports this morning. As what? Offensive assistant. Uh, yeah. Um, so maybe Generic we're Generic offensive they assistant. Just can't, just can't do it. Do it. They just like, can't do it. Those little gray areas. Is that a problem for you? A little bit. It is for me, too. It is. A little bit. It's, it's, it's I a, think it's becoming increasingly It's so. a pet peeve. I mean, why do we have to be different? Why? Why right. is it okay for everybody else to name the coordinator? Yeah, and I get it. I like if everybody did that and it was kind of like a strategic thing in the first year. You don't do it, you know, because you don't want to lose the guy or whatever. But I don't know. Do you think it's something to do with his contract that might be remaining with the Giants? That that whole like Bielema. Okay, if that's the reason, then okay, Bielema. Bielema. You cannot pronounce anyone's I don't name. Really yeah. care. If if, <laughs> if there's like a contractual Chandler. reason because of what's <laughs> remaining with the Giants. I'm yeah, okay with that. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, yeah. that was just a, a thought that came yeah, to mind. That's, but that's possible. That is, yeah. I suppose that is possible. But I would say that that's, that's a possibility in this particular case, but there have been too, too many other examples. Right. So yeah, that that doesn't really have anything to do with their mindset. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and if the answer to the question for me is if they, like, exhibited, you know, the traits of a very well-coached team that was a smooth operation, there were never any problems with communication, mm-hmm. I would right. say yeah. do whatever you want. Give anybody the, whatever title you need. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that over the last two or three years. Yep. With all of this vagary around who's who's in charge of what, it doesn't matter if we know who's in charge of what, but it certainly seems the players don't know who's in charge of what on based the, on, on the defense, some yeah. of the sloppiness that they've had. Yeah. yeah, they've had the offensive coordinator, so you haven't seen that. Right. Now we'll see if the offense is suffering from the same kinds of problems mm. next year if they don't actually name a coordinator, yeah. which I think they and will. And the, the interesting aspect to this judge thing is also like, like the Raiders were supposedly McDaniels and, and crew were, were trying to lure him back to them as a special teams coach coordinator and if the job here is more uh, expansive as far as offense and maybe potentially being an offensive coordinator that seems like it might be more attractive to a guy who was just a head coach and it probably has designs on becoming one again at some point. So you what know? did it say that ju- Judge was in line for in Vegas? Special teams coordinator. Just special teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, remember, when he last was here, yeah. he was the wide receivers slash special teams coordinator. 
So he was already starting to like right dip his toe into doing things other than right. that. Then Once he gets a head coaching gig. So now to go like if you're him and Josh comes to you and says, "Hey, you you need work. Be my special teams coordinator." I mean, it's like okay, you need work, but you're also like, I was just a head coach. Like, right. That's kind of like. And I think Josh is probably going to be his own coordinator. Is probably. It, you know? Well, that's why I, yeah. I, I asked because I I had seen the stuff about Vegas. I hadn't seen specifically what. Yeah. Yeah. And I would agree with Eric. I would think that Joe Judge probably looks at that and saying, I. I want to see yeah. if I can run an offense can do a little at bit this, more than at that. this yeah. stage. Yeah, kind of redefine his career a little bit and mm-hmm. half step back, but something that he's not totally foreign to. But had to think they were going to bring somebody familiar back, but I'm a little bit surprised. I mean, does this rule out Billy O? I think it would. Yeah. It all depends Same on way, maybe. what they're bringing Joe Judge back for. Now, we can say they're listening to him as an offensive assistant, but that's the new coordinator, and we might be right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we might be wrong, too. They right. might yeah. bring in a coordinator. Right. Yeah. It's still very still early. Yeah, oh, you could use both. Absolutely. I mean, you're losing, you're losing a lot of experience with Ivan, right? Well, I don't know. That hasn't been announced yet. Evidently, Uh, it has. I know everybody. It seems to be the worst kept secret. Everybody around has been writing about it constantly. Um, You know, Joe Judge coming back. And but uh, I, I don't really know. Move the needle for me. I'll I'll be honest. I don't know if it was Andy that brought up the point or on one of your shows. but there is something to be said about you bring in, whether it's Billy O'Brien or Joe Judge, they don't want to stay here forever. They want to probably get another crack at a head coaching mm-hmm. job. Yeah. And, you know, is there another thing that maybe you, you name him as assistant, um, and then but you're at the same time cultivating somebody within who's going to be your coordinator for a longer term. Right. To give you that stability, mm. you know that would be the <clears throat> the point against Billy O, right? Because you think if he comes in as def- as offensive coordinator and has a good good year, he's probably going to be on the interview circuit again. And now you have the chance of three coordinators in three seasons, right? Yeah, Joe Judge isn't going to have that concern. Yeah, yeah that could, could be. You can you can do that and probably not worry about it. Yeah, yeah right. maybe, maybe I was just not quite as aware of it in the late two thousands, but it just seemed at that point they always had just a pipeline of coaches and these. You know, guys like Josh and Matty P who started out as a, and had been there forever. And then by the time they started to get promoted or to get more responsibility, you're like, this guy's been here forever. Like, I don't really feel that yet with like Nick Cayley or Mick Lombardi. Like, they, they, they've right. been here for a little bit. But, yeah, but it, it, feel, feel it like almost feels rushed with them. And, you know, I don't, yeah, right. I don't think they're probably ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Cayley probably a little more than Lombardi. But, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that it, it felt and it, it might not be that much different in terms of actual years, but it just felt like McDaniel's was around for longer. Well, before, Josh, Star- you know, oh, it was Josh what Star- two thousand to two thousand four. So I mean, five years, yeah. and then he wasn't officially the coordinator in 05. Mm-hmm. And right, I think he got it in in '06. Yeah, he was personnel uh, assistant and coaching assistant in '01, and he was a coaching assistant from '02 to '03. '04 to '05, he was uh, quarterbacks coach. Right, so it's probably the same. Yeah, in, in terms of time, slash. I just feel like he had more yeah. responsibility. I, I was right. just going to say, like, yeah. you know, when it, you know, whether it's Dable or McDaniel's, I never paid attention to those guys <laughs> until it was time to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, yeah. I didn't know he was here that long. You right. know? Yeah. Right. I, 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 <laughs> well, you see him, like, you kind of see them around. You see yeah. them on the field. You don't really know what they're doing yeah. or what they're responsible for. But then all of a sudden, like, you, like, they get promoted, and you're like, oh, yeah, I recognize him. He's been around here for a little right. while. You but know? you don't really pay attention to them right. when they're these assistants. No. You know? But then you right. look back at like the you know 2013 coaching staff or whatever and it's all these guys who have gone on to head coaches that have all left within the last you know five years and it just doesn't seem like they've been able to catch their breath 
and reconstitute. And I mean, I guess it's always an ongoing process, but there has the been brain a drain. There has been a lot happening. of movement for over the last what three, four years with coaches leaving, or, you know, turnover on the staff more yeah. so than it seemed like for a while there. It was like you had a pretty good run of pretty much a core coaching staff, and a lot of them were veteran coaches. Yeah. So you didn't really have that kind of concern. I mean, now it's and like with uh, all the turnover and the youth on the coaching staff, I think that's right. that may be a, a reason we're seeing some of like the collapses in special teams and on defense in the second half of the year. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, you know, maybe a little bit much for. for well, yeah, that's what I mean. I, mean, I, I last year we talked about they got a new team essentially. They brought in all these new players, and you know, the talk was all right. Well, how does Belichick manage that? But I just wonder comparatively, what's it like? having a new team with a bunch of new players versus I got to get a bunch of new coaches. Is that more challenging in some ways for a coach like this who has a specific message, who wants it disseminated a certain way to not have it be a big, uh, you know, a big staff. I, I mean, I liked Paul's point, which was, you know, he always thought they had a small staff so that the message wouldn't get muddled and, and it could be a direct line from, from BB on down. But there's been something missing. There's been a disconnect. And now how do you reestablish those lines of trust w with a bunch of new pieces that, that right. you're going to have coming in? So, I mean, I understand why they're bringing Judge back, but at some point they're going to have to get somebody who's going to want to stay for a little while or promote one of these guys. Yeah, that have and, been here for a and while. like we said, you know, we always say, you know, even Brady needed help, you know, so does Bill. And, you know, you, you wonder, like, what is the structure with all these people leaving? Who's doing what? Who's really accountable for each little thing? And, you know, I keep thinking back, okay, they brought in Patricia last year. Yep. You know, how much is Patricia actually able and how much is Bill willing to take off his plate and give it to Patricia? So, like, you know, personnel and scouting. Like, can Bill just really sit back and and give that all to Patricia? It's a good point. So that yeah. all he's thinking about is football. Well, and again, know? like Mike made the point earlier about Judge's remaining contract with the Giants, and Patricia was let go early from his contract with the Lions, too. So mm -hmm. there might have been something to the fact that he's senior football advisor this past year. Maybe he has a different role this year. Right. You know? Right. Maybe it's on the coaching staff, for right. all we know. I mean, it could And I be just that. would hate to find out that that's the fact. Like, we're sort of sacrificing – coaching because of you know money yeah i would hate to find out that that's the that's the reason because i do think it's not to me as much about the amount of coaches because i i've often argued with you fred i think there are a ton of guys that you don't know who they are because they don't give them titles that that coach right and the size of the patriots coaching staff is probably comparable to most others that there are probably some that have a lot more but what has changed to me recently is the message and where the message is coming from. That was Mike's point that I thought he, he made. You know, I, I just – all of those comments from the defensive players last year resonated with me. Mm. When you heard periodically about questions about the call and maybe we weren't in the – you know, we weren't in the, the right situation there. And I just wonder if the message was the problem, like where it was coming from, who was giving it, and was everybody on the same page? Yeah. You know, like I, I was talking to Ted Johnson the other day because I was on one of my shows <laughs> on Sunday that I was actually on. Aren't they all yeah. your shows? The Sunday morning football show with Ted Johnson. And I, I asked him a couple of questions about that. You know, like, you know, as a defensive player, would you find it at all confusing if there wasn't an established hierarchy? You know, I know we don't know who the defensive coordinator is and we don't need to know. But do you think that there's a chance that the players don't exactly know who's in charge? And he said they certainly played like it at times last year. And he said after meetings, you know, after practice, well, he goes, what, what you need is after practice, 
every day, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever the day, you're getting a message from somebody. And if that was the same guy after every practice, then it's really not that big of an issue because that's the guy who's in charge. But he said he wondered if maybe, you know, one guy was saying something after a practice and, you know, maybe Belichick was saying something, maybe Mayo was saying something else. Yeah. yeah. And, and even if it's Bill, right, if, like, during the week, and, and you know well, Bill's the guy, but then you hear Steve say something or Gerard saying something, and it's like, oh, I don't really need to listen to him. It's really only Bill. That's exactly what he that's said. That's not good either. Right. That's exactly yeah. what yeah. Ted yeah. said. Yeah. You know, that's how you get the problems is you decide who you're listening to, and, you d- and you're not necessarily listening as closely to the other guys. Right. And that's when you could get miscommunication and not everybody on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I was just uh, thinking back to my old industry of how hard it is to allow uh, for the DGA to allow two people to direct a film. And it, usually only they allow it. Now, what's brothers. a DGA, please? Dr- Directors Guild of America. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you, like, there's never co directors yeah. of a movie, really, unless they're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's doing my dance. The Cohen brothers. Um, <laughs> but I, I look at it similarly because I think a film like that where you've got an army of people trying to accomplish it, I just I see it similarly where one vision, one person, some of the TV shows that I worked on that were most successful, one person, one vision. And I think when you get into this area, like like we've been talking about, where there's just not consistency in messaging, I also like the the personality of the defensive coordinator. I mean, you know, like uh, Robert Sala when he was with you know San Francisco. I mean, it's kind of funny, but still, Fred doesn't like those guys. But but you know what I mean? Like like there's guys like that. Even I would throw Romeo Cornell in there. Not the same type, but like had a personality and and maybe you know and presence. And, yeah, there's presence, a presence to there. Him. That's the guy in charge. You can watch the sideline. You don't need to look at the media guide. Mm. That guy is the one in charge. Right. right. That's what I want. And that's what it lacks. And and then one more point I just want to make that I've been thinking about is with someone like Steve Belichick, and I understand that you know he has got the crosshairs on him because he's the son of Bill and expectations and nepotism and all those things that people want to talk about with him. But you know he obviously is a very experienced coach at this point. And how long do you really give a young defensive coordinator in training to make these kind of mistakes where oh, we, we got the wrong call there. You know, like there has to be some kind of learning curve, but I just, I don't know if Steve Belichick's ever going to get a fair shake here just because of, of who he is and, and his dad. And, you know, I think when we talked about the best thing maybe for him would be to go somewhere else and to have success outside of this system. I, I, I just, I have, I really wonder if people are going to accept him if he were to become the defensive coordinator and, you know, how hard it is for people just to give him a little bit of slack because he is, you know, yes, he is a Belichick, but he certainly has been around this his whole life. He's grown up in it, just like Bill did to an extent. So, you know, there is something there, I feel like, but I, I just I feel like he's going to get a bad rap no matter what. I don't it's, think he's going to get a fair, sh- you fair know, chance. And I guess, you know, there's the comp is Shanahan, mm-hmm. you know, but like he went off on his own and and did his own thing, you yeah. know? Yeah, established his. I mean, and then. Did he ever work for his dad? Still, mm-hmm. I think briefly he did. Didn't he? Did he? I, I don't. I don't. But remember. in general, those guys have. I think you're right. Yeah. Man. I think it. They they might have gotten their start, but then they, they you know, maybe have like quality control guys, and then yeah. they go somewhere. Right. And then yeah. they go right. somewhere, right? Before I think the Schottenheimers did the same thing. Yeah. Because you get into this point where, what if your son isn't performing? You know, and then that adds another layer that that people have talked about here as well. But. Uh, it's it's hard. I, I I don't know how they're going to suss out Mayo and, and Steve Belichick. I don't know how that breaks up unless one and of them gets a job. It doesn't look like it's going to change. Right. It doesn't yeah. look like those. I, I thought the sort of the wheels were turning for yeah. Mayo going somewhere. Yeah. Even yeah. if it wasn't as a promotion, just to go somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. do you flip one of them? Doesn't to look like the other side of the ball or to special teams or you know do you do you move one of them? I don't know. And give one know. of them the job. It's well, just, I have a, a hard question. Position. I have a question for you guys. Um, 
related to coaching and, and Joe Judge here, because I just saw something on my show, Freddie. Yeah. Um, on the sports hub. All your shows. Is it if you bring in a coordinator, is that now subject to the Rooney Rule as well as head coach? If you interview candidates for, I don't know, a coordinator job, because they put something up there that uh, suggesting uh, might Joe Judge's offensive assistant title be a way to circumvent the the rule and i don't i I wasn't aware that time for that i don't i don't that wouldn't be good either i wasn't no terrible time for it (laughs) yeah um i I didn't think that coordinators were subject i didn't yeah that's why i was i was asking i thought it was head coaches and personnel like uh gm types yeah Yeah. i think i thought that's all it was for don't know or at least how the language is written yeah. in the rule. All right, so that's all there. And then, of course, uh, Deflategate, uh, Patriots. It's been proven now that the <laughs> league definitely screwed the Patriots. I mean, I think e- we already knew that. They're though, either right? destroying stuff, releasing false stuff, oh. leaking stuff. Yeah. I mean. Oh. So when the league was destroying stuff, that was okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> it wasn't. All right. It wasn't. Because <laughs> they were destroying I the evidence. Know. No, I mean, you know, like. You just and so can you blame Tom Brady that he didn't want them to see his cell phone cell phone with all his personal Oof. stuff on it? Oof. Can you blame him? No. The way they behave? No. 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 I uh I just always thought it was uh if only that was the reason. A crazy glimpse behind the curtain with some of the uh stuff that was put out by the Patriots during that time of seeing like apoplectic Stacy James emails to the league of like you know, I, I thought that to me that was like some of the most impactful stuff to just see how they're like? Why would you allow this to stand? Why you know? So I, 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 I just think the report came out immediate, almost immediately. Yeah, and like the next week, and then Mortensen. Remember how mm. Mortensen refused to sort of. Yeah. But, but the report came out that 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 was the ultimate report. The eleven out of twelve balls were yeah. right. grossly underinflated. Right, yep. and that that was shot down like immediately. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was months l- later. It was months later that Mortensen. Offered a retraction. No. It was four. It was actually four months later, I believe. Yeah. Before he did, but that report was immediately called, like a week later, called into question. Well, called into question, but the league, oh no, it was refuted. The I mean, league, the league is very quick to refute things that help them, but they did not refute that. The no. league, the league is the one that leaked. I know. That I out. just don't think there was really anything. I, I thought yesterday was much ado about. No, that. I don't. The fact that they they said, "Well, we're going to do a, a year long study here," and then they do the study. The study proves the Patriots' contention, and they they get rid of all that evidence. Yeah, I I just feel like what, what was that all I, about? I feel exactly the same way I did at the time. I think the the punishment and the uh, all, all the stuff that went along with it was absurd. I thought I thought that then. I don't think any differently of it today. Yeah, I also think that they did it. Well, did what? Underinflated balls. They had. A, I think they had a system in place to doctor the balls. Yeah, I think. I don't. I don't think that they proved it. That's yeah. that's where I I yeah. would step back. I, I think what they did is they took air out of balls to get it down to the legal limit. Now you could say you're not supposed to do that either. You know. I, I, that's why I just said doctored balls. Yeah. I, and but, I think they did it on a consistent basis but, based on those. But, but you know, everyone, text chains. everyone talks about those text chains, but. In those text chains was also Brady saying to them, if you have to bring in the rule book, bring it in to show them that we can bring it down to 12.5. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. No. You know, that's all he wanted. He wanted it down to the lowest limit. 
and you know they would the the rest would puff it back right, up right, so against the Jets, right? He right. got there, and they were all like, "That's way what." That's when he went ballistic because yeah. it was up to thirteen point five or whatever. His guys got mad at him for yelling at them. Well, whatever. That's what I think. Yeah, they probably did. That's what they said. He'll be throwing medicine balls. Yeah, you know. So I don't really want to get into that. I think Me that, I, I like I like I said. I said it at the time, and I'll say it now. It was the most ridiculous, overblown story ever, and the punishment overblown. Was, was absurd. Uh-huh. <laughs> the punishment was absolutely absurd. He did not deserve to get suspended at all, and the Patriots didn't deserve to lose what they lost in terms right. of uh, draft yeah. picks. But freaking league. And, 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 and what happened early on, and, and some of this is the Patriots' fault too, people like – on both sides, the league and the Patriots dug their heels Absolutely. in. And it became such an ego thing. And that's why you, you know, punished like you It became yeah. such an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so weird. The, the, the NFL's relationship with its teams, with the media, it, it, it's, I can't think of anything else like it in any avenue of life, of how the NFL it's runs game of, things. It's Game of Thrones. It Have you ever seen it? In all seriousness, and I know that there's a lot of corporate you know, uh, missteps in all walks of life, but I can't imagine a, a, an organization that's as successful as the NFL that makes consistently more mistakes in the PR realm. Like, right down to this yeah. Brian Flores lawsuit mm-hmm. that within two hours they put out a statement saying right. it's right. without merit. Right. Then the next day they admit, no, we're going to look into this throwing of the games. Then two days later it's like this – grandiose statement from Roger Goodell about the hiring practices and we need to look into discrimination. I get an idea. How about instead of saying just knee jerk, it's without merit, maybe do a little research and find out first. I mean, for, for, you know, PSI and balls, we're going to have a Wells report. Yeah, right. This has no merit. Uh, Holy Cross grad Ted Wells. But now it's going to be, you know, you're going to get, I don't know if they'll divulge all the information like, look what happened with right. washington there'll be nothing they still haven't let those uh, right. all, all of that investigation be public no nothing will come out that will be harmful to any owner no do you think that's a great point I, and that do you think like i everyone always hates roger goodell and i'm like it doesn't matter he's just the figurehead guy who gets take gets paid a ton of money to take all the arrows, I don't think anybody's gonna like do that right. job. You think he's yeah. doing a great? That's I don't his mind job. that he. That's what he does. I don't mind that he takes the arrows. He's just so smug and arrogant no, while doing it. Sure. Like you would think, you would just step back a little bit and say, "All right, I gotta take. I gotta be the public face I of this. I don't. You know, I gotta. I gotta eat a little humble pie. There's no self awareness ever. Not it's no. just no. gun right ahead. Yep. For no, it's no, without no, no, merit. Didn't. I mean. How could anyone say that two hours later? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then just like the relationship between the owners and the league, and they run it, but they- The owners just, are the league. And right. The owners are the league. And they are. Yeah. What they want happens. Of course. It's not Roger Goodell being like, let's do it this way. They do a lot of things wrong. Oh. It's the league. And, and they really can't seem to mess it no, up. But it be, yeah, it's, because it's, they it's have idiot the proof. <laughs> right. All right. It's the product on the field. Yeah. People love that game so much. Because you have the last six games that went down to the last play of the right. game. Right. And that's it. And we're all riveted. Exactly. Right? That's it. Yeah. If now, they didn't have that, then they'd be totally screwed. All right, and then, of course, you know, uh, I know you guys probably talked about it at length with Tom Brady last yeah. week. And, you know, the, I don't think oh, he didn't mention the Patriots. Like, I don't think we talked about it at all, did we? Yeah, but, you know, since then, stuff has come out, He's you know, and everything like that. But I thought it was interesting, his comments um, just the other day last about night? he's never never say never. Last uh, night? Yeah, about, about playing I again. I know. Yeah. 
So we got, we got this to look for. Go. That's what I said to Eric today. I Here look over go. Eric. I'm like, Eric, get ready in the season. Yeah. So uh, Mac had a bad game last week. Um, do you think <laughs> yeah. that maybe they'll bring Tom Brady back oh, for I don't, just like a one-game yeah. contract? I don't think that. Oh, what, uh, the one-day <laughs> thing. No, like, not even I don't think he'll ever play for the Patriots. No, but he'll questions What are the chances the Patriots convince Tom Brady to come back and play the rest of the season and win his eighth Super Bowl? I got to tell you, I Zero. normally, when guys retire, I'm always, <laughs> you know, he's retired. Like, no, I don't think he's playing this year. Right. But, uh, based on that comment, he struck me as a guy oh. that didn't want to retire and is only doing it to appease his wife. Yeah. And maybe four or five months go by and yeah. maybe his wife says, you know what, he's, he's not that happy. Or I'm not that happy with him. I'm not that happy. Go go play. Why don't you you play if you want (laughs) to play? Go play your little games. I I think he's holding the door open for San Francisco. (laughs) I think he's holding the door open for something. I think so. I think because Jimmy's already said I expect to get traded. He's going to get traded. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of quarterbacks. So we're going to have to go through this whole time, I think, again. Always. Always. Oh, really? Educate us. Things as they come. You know, I think that's. The best way to put it, and I, I don't think anything never, you know, you never say never, and you know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decision. So, I don't know how it feels six months from now. Oh, how's that out of context? Yeah, it's. I don't think it's out of context. <laughs> no, I think I he's saying what he's saying. I, I think a guy who just retired. I mean, that's never say never is overblown. No, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I heard it. <clears throat> I disagree with you a little bit, Matt. I, I love the fact that you. Got the sound in though, so we can hear him play. This is kind of what I was talking. About. That was my homework assignment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks, Matt. Um, Action. So we can actually hear his context in, in sort of, and I, like I said, I disagree with Matt a little bit. I think it's a very easy answer to someone who just retired six days before. Yeah, to say no, no, no I'm retired. No, I'm retired. No, I'm, my playing days are behind. I think he's telling. He you. He didn't say that. He's, he's telling you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm happy with my decision. But no, I'm never going to say never. Yeah. Like, what? Would you have to be the one guy who won't be proven a liar by saying that you retired if you decide to change right, your mind? Right. Well, go ask Gronk. Right? We saw Gronk do the whole pony well, show. <laughs> he's a whole different. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> I just know Brady is going to be driving everybody nuts at home. I'm sorry, he's going to be like challenging Vivi to man. like games of Candyland. Uh, like, Dad, <laughs> no, no more, Dad. Imagine <laughs> it, like losing, losing, losing Candyland, yeah. flipping right. the ball right in your yeah. face. Oh <laughs> no! I, I do. I think he's coming back. No, I don't. I, I think he's retired. But I I think that answer rightly will lead to speculation. And I think if there's a situation that comes up, say in July, like I think that might be what he's looking for. Right. Is a superstar team loses their quarterback to an can, injury, well, and or, or can I keep playing? But not do all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. You know, oh, and I, I know it. that I that runs it. counter to him, but maybe he. Kind of like Brett Favre did. Derek maybe Carr. He can remember? Just Derek Carr in OTAs. Guys but, hurt. but that does yeah, seem counterintuitive to me. Like, I don't think he would just hop on a team who is, you know, in a crisis because their quarterback oh, got no. hurt or whatever and just to get out there. I think. Oh, I think, think he wants. So? You don't think he wants wants to be that that savior? Yeah, but I don't. Th- I think he. Uh, I think uh, he would understand close, that. Though, right? it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't I think know. Think he knows how hard it is. Yeah. Like, but I. But I could see if the San Francisco 49ers said to him, "We're going to throw you thirty million dollars. Come play for a year. This kid will watch you because mm-hmm. he's not ready yet." I now, think he might do does it. Does Tampa let him go? Well, that's the other thing. You know, yeah. they're in the same. Conference and Tamper. the whole, you know, Tamper. yeah, yeah. So it's complicated, but I, I'm with Paul. I think at the end of the day, we've seen the last of him. Yeah, play. I think he's probably yeah. retired. I agree with Matt that you know he did 
say, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Right. I, I, you know, I listened to the whole thing, but I just don't know why you would need to say, um, you know, the door. Never say I, never. I, I never say never. I'm well, leaving the door open. I, right. I didn't even need to hear that just to know it'll be eating him up because of how competitive he is. And, I mean, yeah. you don't play this long in this league without and be able to just put it down and step aside. How many and days do you like, think I'm he's going to make waffles? <laughs> so, Dad, no, again, but white, but like, <laughs> enough. But here's the thing, Dad, Paul. You, protein pancakes. waffles. But, but, but Paul, you, you say <laughs> that, like, he would have no interest in coming back here. I wouldn't put it past Robert Kraft to be able to convince him to do it. He's the ultimate bridge builder. And now, Bill would probably be hell-bent right. against and it. What do you do with Mac? Yeah. Well, Mac Mac sits and watches for a year. And you think that's good? Why not? Then you don't think he's as good as oh. you've been telling me. <laughs> he's not he as good as Tom Brady. No. The only scenario where I could see that, Matt, Fred. <laughs> I, I don't think Mac's yeah. that good. <laughs> Once again, it all makes sense. <laughs> Once again, the he only re- way I could see that his is, position. Let's, let's, let's say that over the next year, they start adding pieces and for you know they become a legitimate playoff and super bowl on contender paper. again no in in reality oh, like they, let, the season started the season yet? has started okay. and they're like let's say they're 10 and 2 and all of a sudden mac goes down right. and he's lost for the season bring him in right and then like they, maybe oh. maybe robert picks up the That's phone and different. says hey yeah. tom we got a chance to do something here, and he yeah. says, "That's different." Now right. he gets to I be got, the hero. I, yeah, yeah, I've got ten games yeah. or seven games, whatever. Uh, All right, I'll come yeah. back. Sign me. Yeah, up. sign me up. Now they win another now one. Yeah. So now we have to hope that Matt gets hurt and the Patriots are good. Oh, come on now. I mean, see again. I mean, I can have that clip played back for you again. You do not think your quarterback is as good. As, as Tom you, Brady. No, as you tell me that you think he is. No, I think he's good. I'm, I, I said yeah. many, many. Now why would you hope for him to get hurt yeah. so you could get Brady back? Okay. That Pro Bowl, Again. Right? All right. Again. You said, so I now was, we I, have to hope for Brady jo- I, I was joking, I know, Andy Hart. I know you're joking. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But what I, my point is you shouldn't want Brady back if you think Mac is as good as you say that you think he is. I don't know. I, I Just because right this second he's not as good as – no. Is Brady doesn't mean Brady's you don't want him to play and I don't get know. more experience. One more year with Tom. I don't Jeez. I don't care who my quarterback. I mean, we haven't is. even talked about the Pro Bowl. So the, the crap oh the crap the crap sheet I guess is uh, has a report out uh, Ian Rappaport. The Patriots may not hire an offensive coordinator. This addition gives them added leadership. I guess is something that he may have Joe tweet, Judge tweeted about. out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I, and not not judge in particular. Although I don't like that either. But that's that's beside the point. All that's due just, respect to former. That's just a coaches. personal thing for me. I don't like the idea of not hiring an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't either. either. I I really don't either. Well, but and the I question also, is, who then is our offensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't that's care. A good posi- that's a good position. question. No. Well, and if Joe and, and Judge, is, Joe Judge, and if Joe Judge is the de facto coordinator, has he ever called plays? I don't know. I don't believe so. I don't know because I don't think because he easy. had Jason Garrett as his OC for most of the time there, right? Until right. La- until they got rid of him half, half of the season last year, yeah. He, and he didn't want him. And who was the one he before was that? Foisted upon him. He must I have had somebody the, the year before that, but I don't recall. No, but whatever they did, they weren't good at it. <laughs> the Giants' offense was not mm. good. Oh, either way, it's something new. I just I, and then like, it just goes back to. Dividing it up. Do you have somebody who can take over? Can Joe Judge? I got Mac in the offense. You guys go worry about the D. Like it's 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 hard not to see Bill being spread too. That's yeah. the thing to me. How much does Bill actually have to do? Right. That's what worries me. Yeah. I, like I if Joe Judge title or no, is is Bill's confident with him taking over the offense? Great. But he's gotta let him do that. Right. You know. See, yeah. I, I if I were Bill, well. The way I look at it, do you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s when Florida State was like 
perennially, you know, sure. in the top five and competing for national championships. There was a point there where Bobby Bowden was starting to get towards the end there, and he barely lifted a finger, by all accounts, from people who covered the the Seminoles back then. He was the figurehead of the school and the and the program, and he let program. all of his assistants do pretty much everything. He would kind of have like this perch, Jimbo over, Fisher, over, over, yeah, the guys like that. He would have this kind of perch overlooking the practice field, and he would sort of watch, and if he had to chime in on something, he would, but he would let his assistants run the show. And, you know, on game day, he'd stand there on the sideline. He'd make, you know, Give a few a calls in there, do some things. But he was at the point in his life and in his career where he felt like, I'm sort of taking a step back here, and I'm, you know, easing up on things. And I, and I trust my assistants to do the work that's needed. I'm just the figurehead. I would have assumed five, ten years ago, that by this point, Bill would be in such a position that he'd be able to do that. He'd be able to sort of step back and say, I have enough confidence in my underlings here that they can do the job. They don't need me to be involved in every little bit of minutia every day. And it's a little surprising to me that at this late stage in Bill's career, he's still having to be involved and do this thing, or, yeah. or maybe wants to be involved and well, do that, well, that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, if you're Robert Kraft, do you pay Bill Belichick to step back? You know, you want him involved, but on, but on the other hand, you don't want him spread too thin. You know, right. so that's it's, it's, kind of it's, what it's I'm a thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's a balance there. You know, you don't pay Bill Belichick to just kind of watch. No, no, but my, you know? but my point is like Bobby Bowden could have like if he saw something on defense, he'd go over there. Yeah, if he saw yeah. something on special teams, he'd go over there. If Bill is like in charge of the defense, we saw it plenty of times where like the offense is running around and and he's on the sideline completely face the opposite way, writing on a grease board, talking to his guys, no idea what's going on over there. He should be able to know what's going on at all times with yeah. all aspects of the game. Especially during the game. Especially like, during like, a game. And in the practice, like I think Bill has said it like just a few years ago. I love it because I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Sure. You can go where, like kinda right. like you know But yep. in a game when it really counts, like yeah. he's not paying attention to like right. half of the game. Right. And uh, do you want that if you're paying him all that? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he should be I mean and we did see that a lot. And so something in Bill told him, I need to go over to the defense right. and make sure they know what to do. And you can interpret that, I don't trust whoever else to do that. Like, I need to go over there, you know, because yeah. I can't trust that Gerard or Steve are saying what I need, I think needs to be said here, right. you know? So, and I, you know, I could be, you know, speculating and being totally wrong, but that's the way it looked. It's like, I got to be over there. Yeah. You know, it's urgent. Yeah. Right. You know? and, and that to me is a little bit of a concern at this point. Right. And it's just, it's coincided with a lot of these coaches departing, guys like Dante Scarnecchia, you know, trusted right. voices who maybe not aren't running whole units, but are certainly well capable. Like he, he does, yeah. yeah. Scar uh, didn't need Bill looking over his shoulder to, are you coaching the O line okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Just, and, I mean, and, 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 you know, and I don't know how like teams in the NFL do it or e even this team, but. I wonder if there's a balance. The younger your team, the older your coaches need to be. You know what I mean? Like if everyone's young, mm. that's not good. Yeah. You know? Should I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, since he's a young team with a young coach, yeah, right? Yeah, and L.A. has a young head coach. But I but that's know, an old team. But but it's an older team? Yeah. So mm. th there you go. Yeah, I, well, I, don't I mean, I, I don't know what their average age is, but they have a lot of veterans that they've traded for. Yeah. 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 I just would – Von Miller, know, Stafford, Miller, right, Miller OBJ, Odell, Beck, Beckham, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. These are guys right. that were already established in the NFL when they got 
traded for. OBJ, who, by the way, said he was very, 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 very <laughs> close to being a Patriot. Four, I believe it was four veterans, yeah. right? And, yes. And, and then and so Deuce, Deuce informed me this morning also said that about the Saints. Oh, really? Yeah. Then he was close. I don't know how many very. I don't know if he had four varies though. I did read into that, though, because uh, he said... Uh, something along years some, ago. Well, something along the lines of yes, if, if Brady was three here. years ago, if Brady were here, I'd have signed. Right. See, that's why. I and then they said, you know, I would have been honored to to play, you know, for Bill, but it was really Brady who was yeah. the deciding factor. That's like, why I called no Brady. Yes. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ah, they reached out to me, but yeah. they're not what they used to be. Right. And I went to the team that's a Super Bowl. And, 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 and I know that everyone said like OBJ's been great in the LA, and I still don't trust him. Matt, I don't you got tr- that one too, Matt. I don't. Oh, very, oh, oh. I, very, very. very. <laughs> I like That's it. about very. it. Four very. I don't trust very, OBJ. Very, very. You know, like yeah. things are good right now. Yes. Now, you know, and like even after that last game, who was the? I forget the quarterback. He went over to console afterwards. He um, after the game. Uh, who did it LA was, beat? Uh, Jimmy. J- Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So it was the game before that. Then who did they beat? Tom Brady. No, who was OBJ? Cons- oh no, it was the wide receiver. Yeah, he, Debo. He, he yes, comes, you're right. Yes. Good, Matt. He comes yes. after the having game a strong show, Matt, and, and makes uh, this, this good job, Tease. This big show of consoling yes. Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah. Even that, He'll I don't trust. There. You'll get there, buddy. Like, I don't trust the motivation there. Like, was that for Debo Samuel? Or was that for me? Well, I think to, there's a know? lot. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of that in those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, in a, in full mea culpa mode, I, I was wrong about Odell Beckham. Um, and someone, you know, we were talking about this on Twitter the other day. Uh, with someone, and he agreed with me at the time, and we, you know, we were wrong. He's made an impact. Oh yeah, for the Rams. I didn't think he would. I thought Bobby Trees. I thought, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if Bobby Trees didn't get hurt, what he would be doing, and if that lesser role that he would have would have caused a problem. Right. But that wasn't an issue here. Yeah. Because he would have come here and been the. <laughs> you'd been know, the guy. He'd have yeah. been the guy. So. Yeah. I, I didn't think he had this kind of uh, production in him at this stage. I thought the injuries had taken a toll. I mean, not saying I, I thought he was overrated. I don't think he was overrated. I think he was a great player. I just thought that the injuries had slowed him down a little bit. I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, production-wise, absolutely. But I'm just talking about the other things. You know, like when things don't yeah. go well, right. who is he? I, I still don't trust that. I you know is he still under contract for another year with the Rams or is this it? I thought I it was a one year. Yeah, deal. I, I think thought it was he's a one year. Be deal. available. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a one year deal. I wouldn't yeah. take him back. No, especially after you said, well, maybe if Brady was there. <laughs> well, he might be. Shows you what his tr- his, <laughs> his true feelings. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm like easy on the varies. Like, wh- were you really considering it, or very, did they just reach out? Very to very you? very like, close. <laughs> he's like the pen got like an inch to. Ah, no, I can't do it. I'm gonna go to the Rams. Yeah, he's he's a free agent. And, and yeah. by the way. He didn't get anything from the Rams. No, it's like a million bucks. So right? it's not like, you know, the Patriots said, yeah, we'll take you for the minimum. He's like, no. Harumph. No, but all things being even, if, if both teams are giving me a million bucks, I'll go with the Rams. Yeah. You know, because they're closer. They're closer. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not like the Rams, you know, outbid everybody. Yeah. They didn't pay anything yeah. for them. But they're more settled teams. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, all a lot of stuff on the table. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots dot com. Um, did I miss anything? Well, the Pro Bowl. We kind of glanced <laughs> yeah. over Mac, and uh, I, I don't know if you caught any of it other than the Mac highlights. I saw the gritty. Um, yeah, but it was just I, I had to Google what gritty was. Yeah, I, I wasn't planning on watching it. My dad wanted to see Mac play a little bit, so we turned it on at the start of the game, and I knew Mac wasn't going to be the starter, but. We turn it on, and the first 10 minutes, I'm like, 
this is this is atrocious. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, if I were a paying oh. fan, I, I would have gone to the ticket office immediately and demanded a <laughs> refund. I mean, this is just a bunch of clown guys clowning around like it's less than a walkthrough. This I mean, I've seen more competitive flag football games th- than yeah, than there everyone was. I. You know, it was horrendous. Everyone, everyone had the same the reaction. Same thing. Everyone had yeah. the same reaction. I was like, my wife was like, why are you laughing so hard right now? I'm like, this is a joke right now. I don't even know if they're playing two-hand touch or like kind of wrap the and guy. The, and the refs, the refs were in on it because so. they were blowing the whistle immediately. <laughs> right. Right. They were in no, on I, it, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, like, on the, the refs knew what was going on because as soon as a guy would make contact, they they right. come rushing in to set the ball down. And like it's like they knew going in that this Wait, was going to be Fred, a joke. As you know, I did not. Watch and Tell have story. not watched um, in fifteen plus years. So I, I do have a quick question. I will tell that it's story in a second. It's great. I just a quick question to those that that did watch and do watch on a semi regular basis to the Pro Bowl. Like, is was this a marked departure? Like, yeah, was it even worse? Was it even worse? Um, because I remember the whole you know the, the infamous Sean Taylor lighting up the poor punter Brian Mormon. Yeah. Um, when, by the way, Belichick called a fake punt in the Pro Bowl, <laughs> got a punter absolutely killed. Mm. Um, hit to the head. That would have been a penalty. That hit stood out so much because it was in a Pro Bowl. Right. Because you don't hit like that in the Pro Bowl. Right. So that you was a long time. You don't hit a punter either. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this was just sort of a continuation of what's been happening with the Pro Bowl. I don't watch. So I don't have anything to compare it to. But what Deuce is laughing at is <laughs> – Beth and I are just like watching Succession Sunday night. We're watching uh, that instead of the Pro Bowl, and Beth is on her phone and just scrolling. She's like, "Oh, Mac ran sixty-five yards for a touchdown," and I said, <laughs> "No, he didn't." <laughs> no, I hadn't. I hadn't seen anything. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, what do you mean? It's right here." Right. I said, I "Just knew." Yeah. There's no way under any kind of live circumstance <laughs> Mac Jones ran 65 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. It just ca- it can't happen unless everyone <laughs> fell down laughing. Right, or it was like one of those things where you have like a young kid and everybody like, oh, <laughs> lets him go. And then she's like talking to me about <laughs> that's how the Pro Bowl the looks. dance and everything. I go, "Oh, that's Justin Jefferson. That, that's the gritty. That's the Justin Jefferson dance. I don't know what it means." But that's what they call it, the gritty. And she was just like, well, well how do you know? Like, now, now, let me see. I go, yeah, see right here? The referee running over. like right. the, He was down. I said, that was about a four-yard run. Right. I said, the rest of it, everybody stopped. She's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I go, yeah, he's not capable of running 65 <laughs> yards with NFL players chasing him right. and winning the race. Yeah. I had to Google gritty. I didn't know what that meant. I knew the Justin Jefferson dance, what my kid was doing, but I'm like, what is the gritty? Everyone was talking, the gritty, the gritty, the gritty. I didn't know that was the name yeah. of the dance. So that, well, that's what they call it on the highlights all the time, but yeah. I don't, you know. I don't know where it I don't know from. where it came from. I don't know what it means. I can't do it. I good well, for I can't, do it. I can't dance. You good have for, your own dance. You know, good for Mac to get that experience and get out there. And that was what was, was cool. Good. That yeah. was always cool. Yeah, he won the skills competition the, thing. Uh, like the yeah, he won the accuracy. Um, yeah, uh, he had an interception. He, which went, he won the thread the needle. He did the not win the needle. Accuracy. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, the accuracy. Russell Wilson put on a, a display. Um, but it, that stuff was fun. It was just cool to I see. I liked that. Was it freezing cold over there? It looked like it. They were all in sweatshirts. It was very cold that night. I think it was Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cold. The announcers had like the the puffy coats on, like yeah, it was Vegas, that cold. Desert, cold. Yeah, night. It gets but cold at night. Yeah. But it was fun watching night. Matt get to just interact with all those NFL stars and and just to see him in that position and it's just a nice cap for a season. A little chill. Yeah, oh. I, I I enjoyed some of the um, the skill stuff. I I watched the accuracy and I watched the thread the needle. <laughs> I thought 
Trevon Diggs killed himself. He picked off a pass, oh my God. and he ran into like the corner of the board where Ooh. the targets are. I thought he was dead. No, I, know. I, didn't <laughs> I thought for sure he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, like I thought he oh, had done, some, He's done. something because like, he stopped after that. Which, I by the way, is kind of why Mac won. Right, the thread he, the needle. <laughs> uh, well, he threw. He so he threw an interception. Obviously, the pick six to Diggs here against the Cowboys. Then he threw the pick, he threw an interception to him in that, and then in the Pro Bowl he threw. So he's throwing it three yeah. interceptions to Diggs. Yeah, not good. Just not high on Mac. Well, with, with, the, with the right incentives, with the right incentives, you can make basketball and baseball a worthwhile all-star game. You can't do it with hockey and football. You just can't because mm. that's not the way I, the game's played. I'd yeah. even yeah. say hockey a little bit. You probably could, but football, it's just nonsense. Well, it's, it's just hard to dictate. It's hard to take the physicality out of the games. Yeah. I think what the, what the NHL has done is as good as you can make it. They've set up the divisions, and they play three-on-three three games, and it's kind of like a round-robin tournament. Yeah. And the winner, it's all skill. Survives. So it's all skill, and you're not. I mean, three on three, under normal circumstances, isn't very physical. You can't be yeah. right. So, yeah. I think that's a good solution for that. You can't do anything with football. The only sport that you can really play real is baseball. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, to your point, you could say to basketball players, you know, it's extra, extra five million per per player <laughs> right, on the right, winning yeah, team, yeah, right? Go. And they'll play defense. There's oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> right. You know, and they'll play defense. Absolutely. All right, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Let's uh, go to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Mark's in Bolton. What's up, Mark? Uh, picked a bad day to give up illegal drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the matter, Mark? Uh, well, if the offensive coaching situation is as reported, Bill's making sure there's no long-term ascension plan for head coach, and that's just how he wants it. I mean, I, I think he's, like, holding out for the long-haul hope for his kids. And okay, you know, Mark. Mark, let me. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna wean you off of the heroin that you're doing. So <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna help you out here for a second. This is something that Fred taught me 20 years ago. The next head coach of the Patriots will not have anything to do with only what Bill Belichick wants. He might have some input. It's not, his but it won't decision. be his decision to make. It will be Robert and Jonathan Kraft's decision. Right. So the fact that there's, if there is, like, the fact that Josh McDaniels is no longer here does not do anything to that. If if Robert wanted Josh McDaniels when he was here, then he had a chance to succeed Bill Belichick. If he didn't, it wouldn't matter if he was still here. And Steve Belichick isn't any closer to being the head coach that succeeds his father unless Robert and Jonathan Kraft want it that Mm -hmm. way. It's their decision. It, It will be their choice, not Bill's. Right, and I'm all in on that. Okay. I'm just saying there is no ascension plan right now. But you don't need an ascension plan. You need to right. know who okay. Robert and Jonathan want to be the next. coach. I mean, really, look at every team yeah. in the league. There's very few teams that have their head coach on their staff. Right. The like, next yeah. head coach. They just had Almost nine. Never. They just had nine openings. One of them went to a guy on staff. If I'm not, yeah. no, two. Lovey Smith Lovie. and Dennis Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two. Yeah. Two out of well, the nine went to guys that were on the staff. And you could question exactly. why that happened. Well, uh, my further point is that in, in Bill avoiding the two outside minority OC candidates uh, by avoiding the Rooney rule, I really think Bob and Jonathan are going to step in and they're going to make their own organizational statement right here, and that's going to appoint um, Gerard Mayo as the assistant head coach. Um, and no. reason being, Mayo needs, happen. I think, the organizational coaching experience, and the Pats need him. Uh, I think the players want him. And it'll separate Mayo from, uh, you know, from the kids, 
And it also, uh, you know, does set up a situation where maybe it also enhances Mayo's ability to to leave here. But either way, something's got to change organizationally. And I think that Bob and Jonathan aren't just going to let this mishmash go on what we got right now. Yeah, the the last Um, thing I'd want is the Crafts, Robert or Jonathan, to start, you know, you call it meddling, but getting more involved than they have been now. This is not, listen, if the team stinks for the next couple of years, Bill's going to be gone. You know, so the the crafts aren't going to get involved in that. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if Gerard Mayo is any better than Steve Belichick. I don't know that. You know, so like, why would they do that? I no. I listen. We'll see okay. what happens. I, I, if anything, I think they would do that for the outward look of the organization. No, what no. Would, if they, they, if they, yeah, if they do what they're doing right now, it looks like. No, crap. it's it's about winning football games. Right. You're, that's going to that's gonna cause all kinds of problems if you did that. Even if you okay. thought it was the right thing to do, you, you know, I don't think they would do that. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that as much as you think, Mark. Yeah. I think it'll okay. be up to the crafts. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Well, yes, and I think they're going to do something about it. All right. But anyway. All right. Thanks, Mark. I, I don't think something needs to be done about not not right now yeah no you know i i think mark yeah i think i don't think you should get back on the go back to doing the drugs i just don't think that you need to spend time worrying about is there a guy on the staff that's in line to replace the head coach i don't think any other team thinks of it that way no i don't know why it would have to be that way for all i know there's a guy that that robert Kraft has targeted for the replacement for Bill Belichick for years, and we just don't know who it is. I mean, think about it. There's how two, about, there's how about two reasons. Yeah, there's two reasons why you lose your coach. He retires, or things are bad, right? You know, and usually it's when things are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, now with Bill, it could be. You know, it's rare that you have a guy that stays that long. But when things go bad, and you bring in a new head coach, he's going to bring all his his people with him, right? If this, if and if things go bad, and you know. You probably want him to do a, a full makeover. You know, if things are bad, you don't want necessarily to elevate someone who's already here. Sure. You know, because that person could have been part of the problem for all you know. Yeah. You know, so I, it's just rare that you have that type of thing happen, you know. Yeah, it just makes me think of um, how Fears and Skarnekia kind of stuck through some of those scenarios. And we're able to stay stick around. And that kind of that doesn't really happen as much. I mean, I guess you can watch what, what goes down and. Miami and other places with the new coaches, but you know those old school coaches who kind of come with the organization. It feels like fewer and, and fewer and of those. You know, Gerard, how long has he been on the staff? Like four years, few now? years uh, maybe. Uh, oh, please, he was the minority coaching fellowship, I believe. Like his Mayo, first year. this was his third coaching okay. season. So we don't even know if he if he was given a coordinator. We don't even know if he could be a good coordinator yet on his own. And and we're gonna like groom him to be the head coach, like. It, I just no. like, like I'm not telling you yay or nay on Gerard Mayo as a head coach. I'm I just telling you. It, how do you it, know? It, but it, it, it's not important whether the next head coach is currently on the Patriots staff, right? Like I just uh, that doesn't matter. I, I want to know who Robert and Jonathan have in mind for the next head coach. Obviously, they're not going to tell us publicly, but it doesn't have to be a guy on the staff. If it is, great. Right. But it doesn't need to be that. Yeah. Look at how they got Bill, right? I mean, that was they got introduced mm-hmm. to him, and then he was with the Jets. And, I mean, that was something that was kind of simmering behind the scenes. So maybe something. Yep. Similar. I mean, getting a new head coach is a big deal in, in NFL. It's it's a big, big change. You know, the guy, if he's 
and if he's genuine, he's going to be totally different than the guy you just replaced. Mm-hmm. And you got to let him come in and build his staff the way he wants it, and especially when things went bad, and that's why you're changing coaches, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I like that Sean Payton, though. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I like that. Sean Payton is the guy who is going to get back. I mean, he said it flat out. He's taking a year off. He's not retiring, right? Mm. So maybe he's a guy that down the road you 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 would drive. there could be guys like that there might be some guy that that you know like robert met bill in 96 and got a really good vibe from there might be a guy right that he got a really good vibe from five years ago who's sort of working his way up the ranks mm-hmm. and maybe he has him in mind i always liked that guy you right know, whatever mm-hmm. i can mm-hmm. tell you this though patriots fans you can be you can sleep well at night knowing that Jonathan and Robert Kraft are thinking about this. What's next after Bill? They they have been researching people and they keep their Deuce. You know This is your shot. You know, and whether it's a whole team of people <laughs> doing that for them, they are thinking steps ahead. I can guarantee you Get that. Get your hand yeah. movements yeah. in check yeah. and maybe you can All be right. a candidate. I appreciate that. I'll work on it. Thank yeah. you for the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> More rhythmic. Um I can't, I can't. I can't walk with a pep in my step. <laughs> no, that wasn't a pep. In my st- that wasn't a pep, my friend. <laughs> what a pep! That was completely uh, without. That was pepless. Wait, without the, pep. the people need cameras so for last this. Last time I danced on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're actually on your way back from it. I, so I don't know. Up. I can I see going up. to the bathroom, but <laughs> web that was radio like the camera guy on South Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Jeff from Natick. Says, Fred wanted welcome back to the show. Thank you. I don't believe anyone has ever asked, but are you behind the Giants and Jets lawsuit claiming they are from New York when we all know they are from New Jersey? I didn't know there was a lawsuit. Ooh, you can sign on to that. Yeah. <laughs> class action. Class action. They, they, it's my money, Fred and Johnson. I want it they, now. They, if, if, if anything, I'd be named in the suit for defamation because <laughs> I'm the one that says they're from New Jersey. Well, they so, are from New Jersey. I know. They don't think so, though. Um... Let's see. Bill in Vista, California says, hey, guys, stop giving Fred so much crap. We know the real reason why he would choose to replace Mac. He saw Mac having fun celebrating his TD in the Pro Bowl. Another good had enough. There we go. All jokes aside, how would you guys grade his performance in the Pro Bowl? Uh, um, it's like C. <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, you have to grade the Pro Bowl uh, first. Yeah, well, first it was completely ridiculous. I thought the um, the touchdown throw he had um, was nice. That was a nice throw. Renfro. That was a nice throw. The Renfro. That was a good throw. He had a good throw. I heard it was a good – well, I saw the clip. And yeah, it looked like yeah. a good throw. It looked like yeah. a good throw, Roll, but you rolled out. Yeah. yeah but he was like, moving. You rolled out with, no like Patrick Mahomes. with nobody covering with him. no one chasing him. So, yeah. And so I Patrick Mahomes out there? And I will say this. I don't know, like – what type of uniform they use, but Mac looked good in the uniform. He looked I pretty so. cut. Yeah, <laughs> he looked he, he looked very good in the uniform. Although he did reveal he's got to uh, get rid of the ice cream. Oh, you think too much? Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah. I concur, Mac, on that one. Uh, but I I just thought the nice thing from it was just seeing him get to interact, getting to show some personality. Some of these other stars around the NFL get to know him a little bit, and who knows down the line. One of these guys maybe gets a chance to, to play with him, knows him a little bit. I know Chandler Jones, not that he's coming back, but. Who, who's that? You know, Shan- did I say what I said? Did I you said Chandler. Yeah. Oh, did I Chandler? Oh, oh, you yep. did. I'm just going to go with it from now on. Can you guys just <laughs> let me have that? Chandler. Chandler Jones. He liked him. Uh, but I, I I think that was what I, I enjoyed, just seeing him get to interact, show some of his personality. And, and the dance was great. Everybody, I mean, brings a smile to everybody's face. And he's just out there entertaining the kids, you know? Fun. Just a fun time. Looking like Deuce going to the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't that giddy. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Um, when we come back, tons of emails, phone calls Sorry, coming in. We'll get to them right after this. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. 
Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, No uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. And now, great moments in history. Eric read an email that came in from Brazil last Thursday, and he refers Brazil. to Brazil as overseas. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I don't consider South America to be overseas. Seems like overseas generally refers to Europe or Asia. You, you'd be correct, emailer. Yeah. Right? No. Maybe... Maybe you said it tick, tick. at the top of the emails, and then the word. Why? Overseas. Why is that not considered overseas? South America? Yeah. It's why not is that really not overseas? Considered? It's not considered. It's the same hemisphere. Could you get there without going over a sea? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could. Yeah. Yeah. Suppose you could get there without going over the sea. Right. Be a long drive. A little hairy yeah. drive. A long drive. Hairy though, drive yeah. through Central usually, America. Yeah. Usually, if you cross an ocean or a sea, it's overseas. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would. Uh, typically, anything international. I know you're trying. I know you're trying. I don't trying, know if I friend. like your explanation, but I would yeah. agree with you. I wouldn't consider South America overseas. Yeah. I just think it's a it's a synonym for international. Overseas people say international. They use it interchangeably. Yeah. International okay. and Is overseas. Canada overseas. He brought that home. No. Okay. He brought so that. That's a, he, he, no, but that's a neighbor. That's a neighbor. It's, it's international. international. Well, he not brought, all he international. That, he brought that home though. I like the way he yeah. just did there. Yeah, not but he's all. Wrong. Right. It's a no. synony- It's synonymous with international. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. not. And then Fred, right, right, right with the ready. <laughs> Is Canada international? <laughs> <laughs> Mexico. That's another great moment from. Patriot. 
All right, back here, Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PATS-500 oh, is the ace ticket hotline. <laughs> Web radio, patriots.com is the email address. We have, um, we have any emails? Oh, we got a lot. So yeah. read some. Yeah. Uh, Bill says, uh, what do you make of Odell Beckham saying he was interested in the Patriots? We talked about that. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a few years ago. Since he's yeah. a uh, free agent next year, do you see Bill making a play for him? No. Because they don't have Tom Brady. No. And he said that's why he would have played here. I know. I'm having a real hard time getting amped up about free agency of potential moves. Comes first. I know. For the draft. It's just hard to know how they're going to how they're going to take care of their own house, and then what are they going to have money to go spend on? You know, I, are they I, gonna make I, a, sp- well, a splash guy or two. I've been, yeah. Jackson? I've been I've been thinking of this too because we're starting to do our, um, you know, get our yeah. snapshots ready for for free agency yeah. and. They might have to, you know, bite the bullet here and go w- do what we kind of were asking for and play a lot of these younger players because yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to sign sp- s- sign a lot of players. They're not going to be able to draft a lot of players because they don't have the draft capital. They have like six picks right now, and I don't know, um, you know, unless they make a bunch of trades to yeah. acquire picks, they're not going to have that many. They might have to, you yeah. know, go with what they've got for this coming season. For the yeah. most part. I mean, they're, they're going to obviously make a few additions, but it's not going to be like last year. Now you're going to call them the Deadwood linebackers. I mean, that whole second level of guys. And, you know, throw in mm. Harvey Longy and Therese Hall, Anthony Jennings. Does he, st- does he still exist? All these guys. <laughs> Therese Hall, I guess. I'm trying to figure out. He didn't play at all this year, so I guess no. his contract would toll. Is that correct? Or, or, or how does it? It doesn't toll. No. So it just rolls over to this year? I don't think, I think, I don't he, think it to- tolls at all. He, was he on NFI or PUP? I think he ended up on IR. I think so he I was think on that, I yeah. think that counts as a year. Yeah. yeah. I, and, sure. you know, it's get back to that coordinator talk on defense. If it is going to be a young defense, that's more reason to have Bill looking after it. Right. You Some know? experience. I, I just, I'll never forget, and I've said it before, I'm never, I'll never forget 96, Lawyer Malloy, when Bill had just gotten here. And it was at Bryant College at training camp. And, Malloy gets in front of the media at Access and says, this guy's a genius. He makes it seem so simple. Like, you can really understand what he's saying, you know? And I think that's been part of Bill's, you know, superpower, is being able to make the players understand what their job is. This is what you're supposed to do. And that's who you want talking to young kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Any coach that can make it simple, that can break that, because – we always hear about how complex their playbook is and their yeah. system, and if you can do that and get somebody up to speed very quickly, great. It just doesn't always work but out. But if you. you're doing that, and now you're spending more time on offense, yeah. because I, I, that's what I worry about. So it's like we got to define these roles. The players need to know who to listen to at all times. Um, yeah, so... But, you know, we could be way off. Mm. Maybe that is just the case, and these defensive players that we were hearing from are just making excuses because they're embarrassed, you know? Oh, that could be, too. Yeah. I don't dismiss that, you know? So I was just looking up, Paul. You always put my radar up to these things with Mike Reese, and he mentioned the Patriots' strong draft class in a tweet. I'm trying to find it right now, but I just found it interesting that he also mentioned Ronnie Perkins in that tweet as a, you know, just he highlighted him as somebody, and, you know, he's just a guy that I, I feel like came out of last year not really knowing much about at all. I, I mean, I'd love to f- feel some kind of positive hope for him. I just thought it was interesting that, that Reese kind of highlighted him a little bit. Maybe they've got some some hope for him. 
I'd love to hear that they have some kind of hope for some of those guys to, to maybe emerge into some kind of significant role next year because right now I don't I don't really know what's going to happen if Hightower hangs them up and, and they don't retain yeah. Bentley or I think we you know, could does see Van Noy come a very back? young squad. Could you see them? I mean, I, I think that they need the depth <laughs> with somebody like Van Noy right now, but could you also make a case that let's turn it over and let's go you know fully youth movement with the, with the second level? Maybe that's too much. Um, but I'm, I'm curious if Hightower wants to keep playing. That, that's, a, that's a big first piece of it, I think. Uh, Spee in Fresno writes in, Bill is the greatest coach ever and therefore a great leader. But that doesn't mean he perfectly embodies all desirable leadership traits. Specifically, I wonder if he's subpar at delegating. I've struggled with that in leadership positions, always thinking I'll just do it myself and paying the price for taking on too much work than hum- I should have hum- strategically <laughs> Bill, distributed Bill and I to, share some to assistance. <laughs> Maybe it's just something Bill isn't particularly good at. Thoughts? Uh, reason- reasonable thoughts in all seriousness. Sure. He's got a lot a lot to manage. I mean, it's it's a whole whole army of people that do a number of different things. Hard, hard to know without being behind the scenes exactly who's doing what. But, right. I mean, it just gets harder as he gets older and he loses, you know, trusted That's assistance. That's what I think it is. And I'll go back to the 09. We got more traction out of that 09 um, <laughs> mm. football life. Yeah. Um, for the for the Patriots, you know, I just can't get these guys to play the way. That's the, the money line from that. There was also a, a scene. Um, I don't have any idea what part of the season it was in, but Bill is sitting down watching film with Tom. Yep. And they're Remember going that. over the offense and the <clears> game plan and X, Y, we'll do this, we'll do that. But and Tom gets up and he says, okay, I'll, I'll go tell Billy O. And my immediate reaction was, that's how the game plan gets formulated. Bill and Tom. Mm. And then they disseminate that information through the coordinators who then install it during the week. It's not like the, the mad professor offensive coordinator saying, oh, we'll do this, this. Th-. I think Bill has always done everything yeah and yeah. i think at this t- at this stage of his career maybe he's not quite able slash willing to do everything as well as he once did yeah yeah just to uh corroborate that a little bit i i posted i wrote a long thing this week uh or today about quarterback second year development what kind of you know improvement and found a, a few different sources about you know quarterbacks who play right away guys who get eased into it that kind of thing but i talked to jt o'sullivan who did a lot of great videos last year um, and one little bit of insight that he provided was he was only here briefly, uh, I think in 06, uh, as part of the practice squad, but said it was one of the only places where the quarterback and the head coach had so much direct contact together. And he wasn't, you know, obviously he's out on the outside now, unsure if that continues with Mac, but I think it kind of backs up that, that you know, Bill's connection to at least Tom and most likely Mac now that there's something that doesn't and, and exist around the league. And JT, he's been third of the league he said he played and this was the only place where he saw that much of the quarterback and the head coach direct interactions huh. to me that's weird hmm. like i would think that on all teams the head coach and the most important position player has yeah. a lot of direct contact but maybe i'm wrong maybe they like to keep the distance in case the you know let the coordinator be that person and so i can right. be the bad guy and you wonder you know? now with all like and we talked about last week with the sean McVay line i guess which is kind of the shanahan line but just all those coordinators now you got mike mike mcdaniel going to miami um maybe it's different for that group because they seem so tightly connected to the quarterback i mean everything with, with stafford and and that decision that went into move on from Goff and McVay. i wonder if guys like shanahan mcveigh 
um, you know, the guy in Cincy, et cetera, those guys, maybe they have, maybe they do have more um, since they seem so offensively geared towards this. Yeah. Uh, Chad in Atlanta writes in, uh, I emailed in months ago about how I was impressed with how the team was performing and that really anything more than what they have been accomplishing would be gravy. Fred pegged it right at the time, while Paul kind of missed the point. They made it to the freaking playoffs. My record prediction was almost the same as Eric's, plus another loss. With a rookie quarterback, an older defense, and mediocre receivers, I didn't have very high hopes. So after they surpassed my expectations, any other positive accomplishments for the season was just extra gravy on top. I'm pleased with how things went, and I'm very excited for the future of the team. I would ask that you send in an email for Thursday and let us know what you think they'll do next year. Because I agree with everything. I agree with everything he just wrote. If you, Eric, what did you think they were going to go? Seven and ten. So if you thought they were going to go six and eleven, this was a wild success. You thought they sucked. So they they were a playoff team. So they were you know a great distance away from what you thought they were going to be in the positive direction. Of course you were you were thrilled. I think a lot of other people thought they were a playoff team. They made the playoffs. And then got blown out in the playoffs. So some other people aren't as excited about the progress that they made. Is th- I mean, isn't that a fair way to look at it? Yeah. If you thought they were going to win six games and they win ten? There were some people. That's huge. That I remember at the beginning of the season saying that this <laughs> team would be a bust if they didn't make the playoffs. Remember, they were talking about how, you know, after all the moves and they don't know, spend the hundred and seventy yeah. million dollars and not make the playoffs. Some people, and I, I thought those people were, you know, a little, you know, overzealous in making those. I did too. Pr- uh, I thought they. I thought they had a chance to be a playoff team. Yeah, but it's it's so specific with that season, and and there were a lot of things that I loved about that season. I mean, I thought even those losses to the Cowboys and the Bucks, what fun games! I mean, just to the atmosphere, it felt like you were part of something. I agree. That's what changed from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. When they lost to better teams early, you felt like you were right there. Mm-hmm. When they lost to the better teams late, I didn't feel like. Yeah, right. and that feeds to to my next point of you know, I, as much as I thought that they would be on the cusp and a 9-10 win team and, and get in the playoffs, and that's kind of what they did. The way it looked at the end was gross. You yeah. know? And, and it's hard to like resign yourself and be like, yeah, but it was great. And it also is, I think it's just a continuation of my bigger point going into this offseason, which is like, well, that's year one of the rebuild. Certainly things will be better next year, right? Like, I don't think that that's assured. I think mm. that they've got a lot of work to do, that there's a lot of turnover. Last season was last season, and Mac Jones had a solid first season, but it's not going to matter – Come fall 2022, they've got a lot of work to do that, to, to get yeah. better. That last game left a bitter, yes. bitter, bitter taste yes. in all our mouths. Well, I mean, to me, it was the last six embarrassing. Games. Well, yeah. I know, but but that was the worst. It, that was the worst of it all. It got right. worse. Right. You know, we're just so conditioned that they step up. You know, right. they step after up at the end, and you f- even in that last game, after everything that was saw in December, they're going to step up yeah. against the Bills. It'll be a good game, and it was anything but. Yeah. I mean. I, I mean, I, I people say that's like the second worst loss in Bill Belichick's uh, second. To, uh, <laughs> or is there another one? I mean, score wise, oh. but mm. but I mean, you know, to to be dominated the way they did, you know, to not be able to, you know, seven drives, seven touchdowns. Yeah, that it. I don't know that that was really bad, and and so and it, it, that's our last. Thought right. of the Patriots, you know. Yeah, well, that's why I like the Pro Bowl too, because you got a little bit of something different. But I, I mean, and Paul brought up 09, and that's just the fashion in which it ended counts for something. And yep. there was something more there than just a team 
that wasn't good enough to be there. Like it was a team that didn't have it. They didn't bring the energy. Mm. They didn't come ready to play that game. So I, I think what carries over into this season is what was that? Because for two out of the last three years, and I throw 2020 kind of out of it, you've seen this stumble down the end and this, you know, when it's supposed to be everything's starting to click and you know what your strengths are and you're playing towards it and you're motivated by games that happen earlier in the season. All that stuff was out the window, and it was all there for the taking. And I think that's what's hard for a Patriots fan like me to take when you have all these things that you believe of. They get better with the good coaching over the course of the year. They play hard all the time. They're a tough team to play against. They were none of those things in the, in the finale. And I, I think when they come out of the tunnel in the opener next year, that's the taste that I'm going to want washed out of my mouth is to see a team that's going to come out and play with a renewed sense of energy and not obviously the one that got – rolled off this, the field yeah. in Buffalo. I mean, they had no answer. None. Nothing. Nothing. From the get-go. I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing, you know? And now I'm depressed again. <laughs> no, but yeah, Deuce had forgotten that they played that game. Now you reminded him about it. I was just thinking about Max run and yeah. the gritty, and now i got to think about that game. They, uh, just, they just showed it, by the way, because they were talking oh, to Justin Jefferson yeah. on NFL Network, and they showed the Mac play, and I was actually wrong. I think it was a three-yard run <laughs> <laughs> when, when they blew it, they blew it dead. But uh, with the way they were ruling tackling in the I thing, know. I didn't blame him for just keep going, yeah, Max. Right. But every uh, he ran by oh several God. guys that were standing <laughs> they were, they were, just that were standing, standing still. still. Like the, whatever that is that the back judge, the one that's yeah. all the way in the back yeah. it calls, you know, yeah. back judge. Back judge. Uh, <laughs> calls the delay of game penalty. You know the guy that's yes. way yes. in the yes, back yes, of the yes. defense. He's standing there like 30 Look, yards like, behind the line doing? of scrimmage. And Mac is running at him and he doesn't and he, even move. No. He doesn't even turn. No. Like he's by him like 10 yards before he kind of like Where's yeah. he, he going? That's the question for Mac. Is, uh, what yard line did you realize it was? Did he just decide to go? I think he No, I think he definitely knew. That's why I think he was just around. Oh, and that's I why he, I loved yeah, it, right? I think he like, was just being goofy. Totally. I loved it. Uh, Shrisha from Bangalore. Do you think that the Patriots should think about stability in the OC position before hiring someone to that position? Because this will affect Mac's growth. How does the hiring of Joe Judge affect this? I don't think Bill will be personally coaching Mac. So do you think Joe Judge will be doing that? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, he will be. Yeah, because they did lose their – I don't know what Joe Judge was hired to do. I to be yeah. We don't know. Well, we don't even know. hired? Yeah. yeah. We don't know <laughs> right. that he was hired. Right. If, if he was, in fact, are. hired, it was supposedly as an offensive assistant. I don't know what that entails. Right. And uh, the guy who was helping coach quarterbacks with Josh last year has gone with Josh to the Raiders, Bo Hardigree. So they do need somebody who's going to sort of focus on that position and the offense overall and – so between Joe Judge, Brian Dable, how are those Giants joint practices? That's going to be some weird, <laughs> some weird energy out there on the field. Like, yeah, you know, we'd be doing my <laughs> thing, right? Like looking at each other, like <laughs> you used to go. I was there. I, I was over there. You were here. Now you're not. Yeah. You kicked their ass last year. Man. I love it. Be fun. Uh, let's get to the ace ticket hotline. Eldred's in North Carolina. Oh, Eldred. He, he was. How dare you? Yeah, he he's, had to. He's driving. Yeah. Um, Andrew's in L.A. What's up, Andrew? Hardy's back at it again. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> you going to the Super Bowl, Andrew? Uh, you know what? Really funny story. So my uh, wife's boss might be, like, getting tickets from his employer. He said that if he gets them, he's going to take me. So nice. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully. I'm a big Joe. I'm a big uh, Burrow Brady fan. So okay. We'll um, but going with the LSU theme, um, you guys know where the gritty came from? No, no, please, please. Enlighten us. us. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, one of the friends of Jamar Chase made up a dance 
and then it just caught on at LSU. So like Jamar Chase started doing it and Justin Jefferson. So that's where it came from, and that's, okay. that's how it so was. So it's an LSU. Uh, so it actually but, started with Chase, not Jefferson, because I think yeah, Chase's friend. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it good Jamar lineage. Chase's friend made it up, and that's how it caught on at LSU. But huh. yeah, so a little backstory with that. Did you guys um, feel like my dance was catching on at all today when I walked to the bathroom? Uh, no. Yeah. No, that's sachet? No. <laughs> it was quite <laughs> sweet. It, but it was probably awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. quite awesome. It was, it was quite the it, sight. Trust me. <laughs> I want to burn it, it out like? of my eyeballs forever. <laughs> can, you, can you describe it for me, Paulie? He was sort of... Um, first, he was swinging his hips. <laughs> and he was sort of hips. moving his hands... Oof. Back and forth from side to side as he was sashaying down the corridor to go to the bathroom. Well, what's that old movie with uh, John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis where they're <laughs> oh, doing yeah, the yeah 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 yeah? Oh, yes, yes. I know what you mean. Perfect. Is that what perfect. it was called? I think that is what. Yeah, uh, that's what it looked like. Perfect ten. I wonder. Mm. I wonder yeah, where perfect. Mike learned perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can see the video cassette box. Yeah. There it is. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. So I, was thinking, was, uh, I, I don't mean to cut you guys yeah, off. That one dance talk, but that was in the wheelhouse. I was thinking about how, obviously, Brady in that interview sounds like there might be some inkling that he still wants to play, right? And I was thinking about how if he came back in a few months and the Bucks had filled up their cap space, he could essentially basically force a release or a trade, kind of like what Gronkowski did with the Patriots. <clears throat> and I kind of look at Ron- I kind of look at Gronkowski when I'm looking at Brady because I feel like their relationship's kind of close, and I don't think Gronk wants to play anywhere without Brady. Do you guys think it's interesting that Gronkowski hasn't said anything about his future? He's he's technically a free agent, and he hasn't said anything about retiring or playing or going somewhere else. I think he said I, he was going to give it some time. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I think he had a press conference uh, after the season and said he was going to give it some time before he made his decision. Okay. I'm surprised, but to your though, point, Andrew, that's probably what the time is for. Right. To, to figure out Tom, what Tom is right. doing. Uh, Tom, what, what are you doing? Uh, uh, yeah, what are you doing? I don't know. Because, um, you know most uh, definitely. I don't know, Tom. Uh, <laughs> We're not but, playing? Um, okay. I just thought that was, <laughs> was kind of interesting because I feel like those guys talk a lot. And if they were going to go anywhere... Oh, he's gonna like they put Gronk together. somewhere to like wait for him and like keep the keep it warm for him, and then he'll be ready yeah, to jump. Yeah, I, I think the whole two. thing with forcing your way out of Tampa is it's still contingent on Tampa doing it. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots acquiesced but, right. with with Gronk, Gronk right. said, I, "I only want to play for Brady." They didn't have to make a trade, right? No, right? No way. But so if if Tampa just says, "Well, no, you're either gonna play for us or nobody," kind of like uh, Barry Sanders back in the day, right? Retired the. Detroit owned his rights and refused to get rid of him. And then he got too old and couldn't play But if play they fill up their cap space, I know that the cap is crap, but you know the real dollars are at work here. And if they go out and get a starter, like let's say they go out and pay over $20 million for a starter, because maybe in their minds they're still contenders, and then they fill up that cap, and they're like, well, now we have two starting quarterbacks and Kyle Trapp. Yeah, but he has to come back it. and play to do that. You gonna, I mean, you're gonna call his, they, is he going to call their bluff? Brady's going to call their bluff? Yeah. Are you saying that? Yeah, well, but I'm saying if he waits a while and they try to make a move and they divulge all these assets into getting another quarterback, right? he kind of has the power play there. He can say, well, now I'm unretired. I know, and you know what I mean? and they can then say, you'll either play for us or nobody. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, well, And, and Brady's not going to play. But then, Brady clearly but then, doesn't want to play for Tampa. Right. 
right? But Paul, if he comes back, that means that the cap is reactivated. So that means that if they spent that money, it's only reactivated if, if he decides to play. No, but that's but, what I mean. but that's if, his if leverage, says, right? Is he going to call Tampa's bluff? Right. That's what I'm asking. Well, each one of them are calling oh, each I, other's bluff. You know. Well, I don't think there's any question that I Tampa would, would do it. Call. They want him to play. Oh, oh. But, I don't care who they but, get. You know, no, but, they want Brady to but, play. I know, but to <laughs> Travis, to, but his point Andrew. is Andrew's point is this is down the road. So, yeah. So the Bucks have already allocated. Unless, unless it's like Aaron Rodgers, right? The Bucks want Brady to play. No, but I'm saying so. What? But what about the Sean Watson or something like that? I think they would rather have Brady. Yeah, but what if they've already gone well, down I mean, the road and gotten Watson? Right. I can put him off for a year. I would rather have Brady yeah, playing. But, that this is my but point. Then so, but then the cap hits. Yeah, but can you do their, both? Their I, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not talk. Can we, can we please be be adults? <laughs> what? Can we be <laughs> adults and just say it doesn't really matter what the cap hit is? Well, it does. I mean, it you, doesn't. You can't have two quarterbacks making sixty million dollars. You know, I'm, first I'm of all, Deshaun Watson doesn't make thirty, so you don't have to worry about it. When he comes back, who knows? He's I, under contract. You know, so I. I, I hear what Andrew's and saying. And I don't think Brady's going to come in. Brady's contract doesn't call for 30. Does it? Maybe it no, does. It's, Maybe it's it does. Like I don't know. Yeah. Or oh, so that, so that, that means you could you have if, – if Deshaun Watson is 30 and he's 15, you're still 45. We could do that. I think it's yeah. more than that for yeah. Brady. I, mean, I think he's like, owed 15, like but I think if he comes back, it, it – I just think you guys worry so much about the cap, and that's really not part of the equation. Well, I, I don't think, really think it's, well, then what's it's, the leverage for a guy like Brady to, to get out of town? How can he do it? You're saying – Well, he could demand a trade. Yeah, but – And they, and and they, they could, could say no. They could say no. Right. But I think and, – And then he'd have to retire, which but, is what he's But I think, Gronk, I think Gronk's leverage was, I'll come back, and then the Patriots didn't want to pay him. You know, so they said, okay, we'll, we'll Cor- trade you. Correct. You know? So – Correct. That was his leverage. Say it again. They his, didn't want to pay him. They yeah, didn't want right, to pay him. Right. So his leverage was to threaten to come back. Right. But the, I don't think the Bucks would have any problems paying him. Yeah. This is my point. This is the part that you're no, missing. No, right today, I don't think so. I agree with you. But I'm he's in, in Andrew's scenario, this is down the road where they've already settled what they're going to do with quarterback. You know? And yeah, I think we've got other, rather have We've Brady. got other ideas for that money. You know? That's all I'm saying is I think they would rather have Brady. I mean, unless it's like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, you go out and you, you make a deal with Tampa where you're trading, you know. I, and I guess if you had to trade a lot for Deshaun Watson, yeah. I mean, Andrew's right. You have you know, Brady could then go and say, well, they didn't give up two first-round picks to get a quarterback and then have me play. Right, right. So that, I but think, what, can we just yeah. take the cap out of it and be an adult? Like, it doesn't have anything no, to no, do with cap space. That it's oh, going to hit. It, it will pull I don't even want to <laughs> enter into that. And actually, uh, Deshaun Watson's salary Treat is going like to go up. That's what you are. It's like, nah, never mind. I'll be good. <laughs> don't believe that they Thanks, were Andrew. Footballs. Can, can we be adults? Oh. <laughs> uh, Todd's in Greenville. Yeah, What's up, Watson Todd? Deshaun Watson makes a lot of money. Yeah. So I guess a quick question. Our special teams were kind of 35 last million. year. How... Hmm much do you think an improvement to our special teams would change our record? Would we buy one game extra winning, two games, or we just needed to zero? We just need to overhaul point. the O and D. Okay, so where do you think that? I line? mean, there's that one game in Indy. If you don't get that punt blocked, is what is your chances of winning that I game? I mean, certainly better than what happened. Yeah, but so, I, I'm not willing to say they lost the game because they got a punt blocked. Yeah, but over and then overall in the season, like. Do, 
How I, much of a difference would it have made? Not much. Not much. Yeah, I, big, not I mean, much. I think it would have been more if it was Nick Folk was terrible. Well, I think you got good performance that, out of that. To me, is goal. why I say probably nothing, because your special teams were bad, but your kicker was the best in the league in terms of production. So that offsets that a little bit. That's my next question. Do you think Folk is going to be able to come back? Because isn't he getting pretty old? He's thirty-seven. He's 30s. Yeah, he said yeah. at the end of the year yeah, he, he was still interested. They, Hold my beer. Yeah, they uh, they did sign oh, Quinn Nordine to a future, so he'll be he'll be Diener. back. And I think we'll uh, have a similar couple s- other uh, futures guys too. Yeah. Bill, Bill Murray, Murray. Got yeah, that going for me, right? Yeah, who else? Got a couple guys coming. There were a couple back. of guys from the CFL. Arlington Hambright. Well, we no, there was somebody. No, there was somebody last week. Oh, Daniel Aquale. Daniel Aquale. Yeah, that's not the one I was thinking of though. They didn't really sign. I thought there was another one that they just signed to a futures deal. They let some of those guys. My next question is. Just, do you think Flores? They had the Canadian Football League offensive take lineman. Flores back, or has Flores burnt his bridge by putting out those emails like that, or, or the, sorry, the text yeah, messages? That's not. That's. I, I don't know. I don't think that did it, but him calling out Belichick as being part of the old boys network probably did. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, uh, all right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I never. I would agree with that point. I think, like to me, the follow-up conversation where he said, "Right, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. The system's broken. Bill Belichick shouldn't have that kind of power." Right. Well, that was he's he's part of the problem. Yeah. That to me, you know, I I think Bill is a pretty open-minded guy when it comes to if he if he thought it was the best for the team, <clears throat> it's not a deal breaker. But I would say it's probably yeah. far-fetched to think he's coming back now. Yeah. Uh, I would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, though. I would too. I Absolutely. think he's a good coach. Yep. I think it'd be a good move if I, they did. I agree. Oh yeah, I agree. Make him the defensive coordinator. Oh. Now you're talking. Yeah, now yeah. you're talking. Cooking with gas. We'll make him the defensive assistant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither of them ever vague talk to generality the, the whole year. You right. just keep getting like. See, M-A that's what I you know to Fred's point at the very start of the show. If there was like some kind of uh, sort of benefit, tangible or not, and that to me would be one like. Don't I don't like my guys talking to the media. I don't want. I want to shield them from that. But now that all these coaches have to talk, yeah. right? Mm. The, the the question though that Todd brings up is a good one though about the, any potential damage to their relationship because clearly there was enough of a relationship for Bill to reach out. Well, I guess I guess you could argue that he, <laughs> he did didn't mean to, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> no, didn't. but but you could also you could also make the argument that he thought maybe they were talking about Brian Flores. That's one of the you know yeah because if you read the text for what it's worth, he it could word for int- word it, it it means that he thought the Giants were talking about Flores because Bill could, says it could it could, be that. It could, could be, be that could, could be because Bill says I misread the text right. I thought they were talking about right. y- you. But it sounds like... But that could be Bill covering up for it could just, be. you know, yeah. I knows. think there was some gray area in terms of he either was texting the wrong Brian, which I think was the case, yeah. or that. He, th- he thought he was texting Flores, and he thought Flores was the guy mm-hmm. the Giants were going to hire, right. and then he realized he screwed it up. I, right. re- oh, I read the text wrong. I they don't think that's what Dable. it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think Flores ha- sort of... Has come out and basically said he he made a mistake. He thought he was talking to Brian Dable, mm-hmm. right? And that he recommended Dable for the job, right? Like that's like that's part of this. Is this is what I'm talking about? Where he says, you know, Belichick is yeah. part of the old boy network, yep. and he has too much sway yeah. right. as to who's getting hired. That, that they need to, you know, rethink their hiring practices and how you go about it. It shouldn't just be word of mouth from from guys that you know. Especially if if you're the Giants, like, okay, what's the motivation for Bill? Suggesting Dable. Can you imagine? Well, you know, 
Can you he, he likes him, but Joe he Judge? also wants him out of the bills. Yeah, out, well, of his, that's, out of his that's division. Good, yeah. yeah, he'd be great for you. Yeah, yeah take him. <laughs> but can you imagine Joe Judge and then the Giants go back to him? Right. Like, that's how Joe Judge got the job in the first place, was a strong right. recommendation from Bill. And they wouldn't let him, and Bill wouldn't let him talk to McDaniels, right? Two years later, you're going back to Bill for a suggestion? Right. After the way that one worked out? I don't know. Magic sauce. The Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Giants, man. You know, w- and we talk about, like, the owners in the league and all the back-channeling and stuff that goes on at that level. I imagine, like, at the head coaching level, there's a lot of politics and Game of Thrones stuff yeah. and all that, yeah. too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Where I, Bill's, like, kind of a puppet master, you know? <laughs> Peter oh, I, Dinklage. I think Peter that's Dinklage. definitely... Peter yeah. Dinklage. Oh, I know. I think that's definitely true. I yeah. just laugh at getting to see the actual text messages. I know some people are making a joke about... We talk about punctuation, Bill doing the exclamation, question, exclamation, right. that, that yeah. back and forth. Right. But just, like, how Flora's, like, the vibe through it is, like... Very much like me talking, like, oh, thank you. So, yeah, you know, like right. talking to your old thanks, boss. coach. Like, thanks, coach. Yeah. Appreciate it. Like, right. I got you. Um, that, that, and that was the only thing I was a little disappointed. Like, when this all came out was that my initial hope was just that I would hope that Flores, before he made put his text A front and center on on what he filed legally, that he had given him a heads up. And, and you know, I think that that might be where there could be c- contention. And then, as Paul put, pointed out, I think then he, he just went fully into, into – mm-hmm that way of it so it's too bad he's he's a he's a great coach and i mean i mean selfishly you're glad he's not in miami i mean no offense to mike mcdaniel but i look at him and i'm like ah, this guy doesn't scare me at all as a football coach i mean he might be brilliant and maybe they'll be torching us for years but um you know i just the the, the, the striking contrast between brian dable who just looks like ultimate football coach badass yeah. guy and then you know and then they got this nerdy guy with glasses coming in he's <laughs> i like, thought they hired you know, him tiny when you, skinny when you guy called like, me over oh, yesterday need this coach now you, i thought they hired him as like their like um like uh, their analytics, like their analytics guy, guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, and right. then I saw the caption. I'm like, I've got a head, head, head coach. This <laughs> guy, <laughs> right? Right. Well, yeah, well, let's see. There you go. I guess he's a yes, sir. Right away. Uh, Travis is in California. Hey, Travis. Hey, hey, guys. Hey. So I guess this is more of a question for for uh, for for Paul here because I don't watch a lot of uh, the Bengals tape and stuff. But since they're in the Super Bowl, I've been watching more of Joe Burrow. I, I think him and Mac Jones are pretty comparable. And, and I know Paul's a big Joe Burrow fan, so are you seeing the same thing? or No, um, but I would ask you what you think that they do comparably. Well, I'm just saying their stats and everything. I know stats don't tell the whole story. Don't. I get that. I just When I've watched the throws, the mechanics are all the same. The only real difference that I'm seeing is Joe Burrow is throwing to guy throwing a five yard plant to a guy who's taking it to the house, and Mac Jones's guy gets stopped off through. Yeah, five I yards. think that's a little oversimplifying yeah. it. Arm strength and athleticism are two glaring things that yeah. I notice. I don't really different. see the athleticism. I think they. Oh, uh, he's the a mu- first of all. Same, he's a much better runner, even coming off a torn ACL. Like I, I don't even I think guess, it's close. Did you see his 65-yard touchdown? <laughs> I did. The three-yard three three run, I did see it. Yes. Listen, I think Max a little bit more athletic than we gave him credit yeah. for coming out of college. He's yeah. shown that a little bit. So, listen, I, I, I'm, the stats are similar, but, I are mean, lo- no. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about certain stats, certain stats. Not when like, you talk like about com- yards. Completion percentage yeah. maybe is close. You know, but, like. Let's, let's well, like I said, but you but get a lot of you, you get a lot of empty yards taking a five yard play. I know, but no, but that, but that's not always touchdowns. what happened. You know, 
So you got to just look at the games, and you got to look at the player. And, and one less game, it, Burrow threw yeah. 12 more touchdowns. Joe, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, at least right now. Yeah, I don't know than, what Mac, Mac Jones. I don't know what Mac Jones will become. He doesn't have right. weapons either. Well, that, that's okay. But 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 you can and and that's fine. You can speculate. What if? What if? What if? But right now, if you look at Joe Burrow and you look at Mac Jones, you just got to say Joe Burrow is a better quarterback right now. Right I, I now, just, I just don't know how you could use anything in terms of structure around a guy for a guy who quarterbacks the Cincinnati Bengals as a negative. Like, and you're using I'll, that as a I'll positive for him. Like yeah, it's the, it's it's one of the three worst franchises in the history of the sport. Right, and he came in in two years while tearing up his knee halfway through one of them, and has it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, man. So yep. I mean, I, I then that doesn't take anything away from Mac yeah, Jones. I, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking anything away from Mac Jones. You know, I'm, again, I'm very very pleased that Mac Jones is our quarterback. But I can say that, and also say that Joe Burrow's really. Freaking good, yep. and I can say that Herbert's really, really and, and good. Let me, let me ask and you I this. can say that Trevor Lawrence is really, really good See, in my now, opinion. I, I actually think he has a chance to be like Herbert, not in style. Like, see, here's the physical stuff that you might look at Burrow and, and Mac Jones and see uh, not a huge difference in, in talent. I disagree, but it, I mean, I'll, I'll, I, they're not like Joe Burrow is not. Justin Herbert. He's not this six five six kid, yeah. uh, you right. know, six six guy with a laser beam for not. But I think he has vastly superior skills than Mac Jones. But I understand what you're saying if you think it's close. You watch Joe Burrow, and you don't think there's something different about him, right? Yeah, he's got it. Joe Burrow isn't tucking his his, his head between his legs down fourteen. I saw him do it many times, and I saw him do it in Kansas City down 21 to 3. Like he wasn't great that day. He didn't play a great game. But he he did it when he had to and he let it come back on the road against the best team in the conference. Yep. Against the best player in the conference. Now, yes, did he get lucky that the best player in the conference was awful in the second half? Yep. He did. But I I I just don't know how you can watch Joe Burrow and not see more than yeah. you've seen from Matt Jones. I, 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 don't, I don't know how you can I, say I that. agree with your points, Paul. And I, I, I think I do think that, I mean, they're both pocket passers. So I think just at a base level, you can say, you know, it's it's not like this is a dying breed. You can see, still win the ball throwing. I don't think a pocket passer. But, That's but where I sort of disagree. There. What do you mean? I think he can. He's, he's comfortable in the pocket. He's just as comfortable outside it making plays. He did that a lot in the Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about runs. I'm not talking about yeah, flat-out runs. I'm talking about run. well, he has a god-awful offensive line, which, by the way, yes. remind me on Thursday to get into that because <laughs> we all know how that is the integral piece for Super Bowl success. This is two years in a row now. The worst offensive line I've ever seen is in the Super Bowl. Whatever. Keep telling me about how important it is. But he has to run for his life almost every game. He doesn't just sit back and throw and pick out his guys from the pocket. He does things that Mac can't. Now, maybe Mac will be able to do them someday, but he does things now that Mac can't do now. Right, right now. Right now. Right. That's why I said this is not about Mac Jones. No. I think a lot of Joe Burrow. I think way more of Joe Burrow than Justin Herbert. I think Mac has some of the intangibles that Herbert lacks. Yeah. That's why I think <laughs> physically he won't compare to Herbert. 
but he might be a better yeah. player than and that's, him. Right. And that's right. along, he might be a better player than him someday. Yeah. And that's along those lines of, and I don't want to boil it down to Joe Cool, but there's a, a presence about Joe Burrow that Mac doesn't have. He didn't have it this year as a rookie. And I think that's one of the things I look at in year two of that confidence. Like you mentioned, doesn't pee mm. his leg when he's down points. He he exudes a confidence, a knowledge in himself and in the system. And I, and that's one thing that I, I hope watch Mac him go can, out and pee, his, pee down his well, leg. No, I, but I think I think to I think to uh, Deuce's point. You know, he held back in terms of the, you know, vocal leadership thing. I think you'll see more of that. And I think we'll see it, you yeah. know, this summer. And, and, and just, you know, I just think that there's such a rage to get quarterbacks who can run like the wind. And, and I don't yeah, – I doesn't Paul, need to do that. I, I see I Paul's agree point you. about outside of the pocket. That's fine. Maybe Max a little bit more confined. But I just think it's a reminder that you can win in this league throwing the ball and you don't have to be this dynamic off-platform 4-3 quarterback as well. There's ways to do it. But I, I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. He's won me over this year. There's just, you know, there's a, there's something intangible about. See, I don't think you, I, I agree with you. I don't think you need to run. Like, and I would say Mahomes. I don't think Mahomes runs a lot. Boof, but that. he, but he runs effectively yeah, when, when he, he when he does. Yeah. When he needs to, he runs effectively. Sure. I think Burrow does the same thing. I don't think Burrow's quite as athletic as Mahomes, but I think he runs really well when he needs to. I don't think Mac has that. Yeah. I don't think he has that ability. Now you could throw it in the face and say, well. You know, guys like Breeze and Manning and Brady did it. Yeah, they did. They were the very best ever at what they did. You know, just sort of standing in the pocket and throwing right. from, from the pocket. I don't know if Mac Jones has that kind of ability, yeah. passing ability. But I'd like to see. I'd like to see him surrounded with guys too. That you know, that Joe Burrow has. That I mean, and I don't. You know, necessarily think that everything's a five-yard slant. I mean, he makes plenty of downfield. Yeah, that was. I feel like it's 1995, and we're talking about Drew Bledsoe. (laughs) I really do. And you know how much I love me some Drew. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah, you can't. It's Michael Timpson and Ray Crittenden. We need to get him some weapons. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Everybody is better. The better players you have around you, the better you're going to be. Yeah. Can you elevate those guys? Yeah. No matter who it is, can you make? Michael Timpson, a 70-catch guy. Vincent Brisby, a 70-catch guy. That's what Drew did to those guys. Yep. Those guys weren't any better players than Nelson Aguilar or Kendrick Bourne. No. I can promise you. Yep. Those guys Nelson were jacks. Then they brought <laughs> Sean Jefferson and Terry Glenn in, and you went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, Joe and Owen Sound, Ontario, get the sense that Many in Patriots Nation feel it's just a matter of time until we retool and win another three Super Bowls in four <laughs> years and dominate the league for another 20. I recognize that this is completely unrealistic. So I ask you, in building the team, would you prefer a team that over the next 10 years either won or a he has, wins one Super Bowl, loses one AFC championship game, has two first-round exits, and misses the playoff six times, or... Makes the playoffs nine times, never gets to the Super Bowl, plays in the AFC Championship three times, and wins a couple more playoff games. The, uh, first, the, answer the is, first one the was winning is, the Super Bowl? Yeah, the answer is A. Yeah. yeah. That one. I'll go with A. Yeah. While it would be nice to consistently be relevant, I think I might trade some bad years for a couple really good ones and a championship. We all agree. Might? <laughs> I don't really there's see no, it. There's no might about it. I don't it. see the, the two options there. Yeah. Do you think Eli is an apt comparison to Mac Jones a little bit? Is there anything there with Eli Manning? Because I feel like that's – he was always that guy of I don't know. never elite. Uh, no. Never one of like the – but no, I think a much he won you a couple though. Super Bowls. But I don't know. It's Everybody wants comps. Uh, it, 
yeah, want to get back to this, who he is. This, but they only want comps of guys that if they think guys are good. really, really good. Yeah. They don't want the comp of Chad Pennington, <laughs> yeah. even oh. though Chad Pennington was a terrific quarterback. Um, Jack in an Arbor says, as I've stated previously, the thing that distinguishes Mac Jones as an NFL quarterback is his elite accuracy. That is one of his traits. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll he's, he's accurate. Yeah. But I, 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 this is where I'm, I'm going to argue Paul's side of the fence with Patriots fans. We are so insecure and sensitive, you know, like about Mac. And one of the problems that happened is the minute he was, you know, drafted, it was like this guy can be the next Tom Brady or he's going to be a bust. And the two sides dug their heels in. And there was no, like, let's just see how he does. Like, he's doing okay. Well, let's I, just see. And, and it's like, if you say one thing, like, well, he can't do that, then it's, you hate Mac Jones. Right. And if you say, to, to Jack's point, well, he's, he's pretty accurate. He, that's what his, you know, if he has a superpower mm. in the NFL, that, that's what it is. Then the other side's like, well, what's that going to give him? You know, he's. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, it's either one or the other. Can we just give this kid a chance? And I think part of it is what, Matt, what Mike is talking about with the comps. Because we, we've been inundated with the comps. Like, who cares who he compares to? Right. Right? But just in that argument for Fred's point, you get people that say, oh, he could be, he, he could be like Kirk Cousins. And people look at you like, yeah. are you kidding what? me? Are you kidding me? Because they, they look Andrew at Kirk Dalton? Cousins – career and they say well if he's Kirk Cousins then he'll have the exact same results no no you have better coaches you know better situation whatever but I'm not even talking about that like he automatically better coaches I mean (laughs) we just spent the first hour and 45 minutes trashing the coaching no but I'm just saying like anything can you my point is what's so bad about being like Kirk Cousins well yes I I agree do I think you you know that's good enough I don't personally but there were a lot of guys in the league worse than Kirk Cousins. Right. Andy Dalton, for four years, had the same moribund Bengals in the playoffs every year. And now people are so offended if you say he could be like Chad Pennington. Yeah. If you don't say he could be like Tom Brady, you're selling him short. Right. If it right. can't be 14-2, and 13-3 and three right. every year. Like, like, what are the it's, odds it's, you're in the playoffs. What are the you're odds of him being anywhere near as good as Tom Brady? Like, just it's, it's try, to be reali- try to be it's realistic. It's not going to happen. That's why anytime we get a scenario and they have one where he wins the Super Bowl, I'm in. They, like that's that that'll be Mac. Right. If Mac wins well, one Super Bowl. I don't one, care one if is, it's Mac yeah. or anybody else. If you have a ten year period and one of those periods involves winning a Super Bowl and take the other it. one doesn't, right? I'll take the one that involves winning it. Yes. And, and your guy was driving everybody crazy yesterday. He was probably doing it on purpose because he was all about Mac. Is he, he's a boy. He's, he's you know <laughs> no, he's, Tony. A, he's a puppy. Tony. He's a boy. You know, this, this guy who sounds like he's going through puberty <laughs> is criticizing this guy for being a boy. Tony. He yeah. gets these. Stupid things I mean, in his head, and he, does, and he, don't, he, he won't let set him, him off on it. He's not a leader. The the, the run, the dance, yeah. and being silly, and and being silly. Yeah, showing yeah. some personality. I like. I kind of like something see, first. I, I feel like I've been a little critical of Mac during the course of the season. Yeah, but I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't think it was anywhere near as significant as it's been made out to be. Like, oh, it's a sign that he's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've heard well, all these. The other thing, it's yeah. it's these right. extremes. Right. But I but I am on the side of I liked it. I thought it was funny, and I thought. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing to criticize about it. Tells Except you all for the Pro Bowl itself. Right. Tells you all you need to know to about criticize. the Pro Bowl, yeah. and that's the highlight of it. Right, and, right. and it shows that he has the confidence oh, to do I, that amongst NFL th- stars, and that they would take amusement out of it. You know, like I read one of these guys wrote that Max saved the Pro Bowl. 
I think, Andrew, <laughs> I think it was Andrew Kelly. Yeah. Wrote well, a thing. The headline was Max Saves the Pro Bowl. Well, that's the other what? thing. It was literally if, if in garbage. In, if you're in Kansas right? City, you're probably seeing highlights of stuff that Mahomes was doing on the sideline. <laughs> right. We live in this bubble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Oh. I had no, like I said, I had no problem, and I thought it was a good thing. I thought it was funny. I thought he showed a little personality. I think those yeah. are good things. Sure. But every argument seems to be, it's either proving <laughs> Didn't he, mean he was an alpha. It's either proving he's never going to make it or proving that he's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. This, like, yes, Fred, I mean, you're can, right. Can we just, like, give this kid a chance? And, and let and him be who he's going to be. Yeah. I said that a million Whatever times that is. during the course yeah. of the season. It's not fair to Mac. No, the way he's treated by the by the the Mac Mafia. Yeah, oh. right. Right. Now. They're right. building him up too much. Right. And then if he if he God forbid he only gets one Super Bowl disappointment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. Only I, one. I've heard, Eli that, two. I've heard that, Mike. Don't tell me you haven't. <laughs> oh my God. Let's let's say Mac is here for ten years and wins the Super Bowl. Will you be disappointed? No. 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 Wildly, <laughs> wildly, wildly successful and, run. And, and, right. like, and I think that there's like a bigger point to it of how many competitive football games do you get to watch? Like going back to watching the Dallas and the Tampa Bay, which are losses, but like I want to be competitive. I want to watch good football games. I don't want to go in and you know we're getting killed and like if he has the compatriots on the playoff cusp for 10 years that's great that's right we're so spoiled it's unbelievable but mike is not exaggerating i've heard people say if he goes 10 years and only wins one that's a fail no no how can you then who said that people in the media or fans both Oh, God. It, it, we'll talk on, to distinguish on, between the two sometimes. On my shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Our expectations shows. have been just so warped Yeah. because of the last 20 years. Yeah, right. Just who, warped. Who's, who's, who's on the one on, on the right? Anyone? There? I don't yeah. know. No? Uh, let's go to Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, Patty. Paul, Paulie, how dare you crap on my guy after doing the gritty? <laughs> but, no, seriously, um, I just wanted to say, uh, bring up a couple things. As far as like comps go, I don't think that the Eli Manning comp is that far off because he's he's actually one of the players that I that I compared Max to coming out. But um, I'm, I'm kind of with you too, Polly, on the intangibles. Just like Mac. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, on the NFL sights and sounds from the AFC Championship game, the uh, like right at the end of the game, um. What do you call it? Pat Mahomes goes over to Joe Burrow and says, all right, man, go win it. And Joe, just like as he's walking away, just sort of tips his cap to him. But even before that, when they were down 21 to 13, he had his guys in the huddle, and, and he, he said, um, when we score this touchdown, we're going for two. So, like, that's, you know, that sort of attitude, I I can't yeah. I can't say for sure, but I think Max sort of has that sort of, like, cocksure and little maybe a little bit cocky and confident attitude. We'll see. It, it, you could see it. You could see it play out because his teammates, like Burrow, like all of his teammates, love him. Not just his offensive guys, but like all the defensive guys love him. Yeah, I, I also think that that might be a little par for the course when you're in a drive like that. When, when you're down eight, you're trying to prepare. There's yeah. not much time left in the game. You want to make football. sure everybody's on the same page. Okay, so when we do, this is what's going to happen, so that you because don't, you don't waste any time. You don't want to waste yeah. a timeout. Right. right. You're losing, and you have to play. I think that's there's a little bit is, to that. Yeah. That part of that is. Prep. Yeah. yeah. That's that's good Work coach. The, that's the good celebration. Coaching. What are we doing? Bowling, your pins, I'm ball, you know. Right. Now that would be done. Now that would concern me <laughs> if you heard some of that on the uh NFL film. What celebration are we doing though? Well uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do the one that bothers Fred the most. <laughs> and then we'll take a picture. You you pretend like you got a kayak, you're right. a kayak guy. Right. I'd like imagine them choreographing this. That cursed guy from the Patriots, he doesn't like those, so let's do it. <laughs> you do yeah, the but you don't you don't see the difference between like 
hey, if we score, he said when we score, we're no, going for two. I think that's football. I, yeah, I think if you don't think you're going to score every time you're on the field, you're in the wrong profession. Fair enough. I liked it, though. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, like, I like him. Oh, I, I like him a lot. And I do think Mac has con- I think Mac has confidence. Yeah. I don't think he lacks confidence. Yeah. I don't think that's a problem. All right. Thanks, Patty. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. Lots of emails, but <laughs> running out of time. I like Mac in general. Sure. I just don't love him the way some do. I'm with you. Really? Since when? Yeah. You used to love him. Forever. You used to hard on him. Huh. You used to sashay to really the bathroom like I really thinking like about Mac. I heart Mac. Am I convinced that he is uh, on his way to being a top five to seven quarterback in the league? I'm not, I'm not convinced. Mac's my quarterback. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's I, go. I really like the Let's kid. Let's go. Well, it's him. easy to say when you, uh, when you don't have an option. Uh, I, I don't he, think Mac's he's, that good. He's my quarterback, too. <laughs> Well, no, but you have a, like you could say we're moving on. You know, you well, have not options. after one year. You know, no, he's my quarterback. Let's no. go. And you can't move on until you have an, an option that's better. Yeah, yeah. But I'd I'd like to see I'd like to see some more juice next year. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see something. He'll I be think better. It'll, I think it'll, and I think it'll help that he's yeah. not going to be looking over his shoulder. He's not going to be a rookie. He has a year of experience. He's going to have a full off season. He'll be I think better all of those next year. will yeah. help. You know, yeah. that's all. That's all what I wrote today. That was. You know, I mean, this is what's been on my brain. So mm-hmm. that's you know, all especially that. in this team, I just can't imagine like, you know, how like stressful it is to be on on this team because everything is just so exact. And I'm not just talking about on the field. I'm talking about during the week. You know, and and well, every, maybe that's a problem. It could be. It, it's yeah. not for everybody. It's yeah. not for everybody, but I think it might Maybe be for this Maybe it's only for everybody when Brady's running the show. Yeah. No, you I, know, I mean, I think the difference in Mac at the Pro Bowl versus what we kind of saw this year was, uh, you know, was a little bit striking. And I mean, I think that that gritty dance and taking it, you know, what the hell, just running with it. I mean, I think that shows a little bit more personality. I hope we get to see more of that next year. I hope he, he's a little bit more comfortable in his skin and his role. Good to do the gritty and stuff. Every practice and stuff and stuff. Um, Ken says, back to Andrew's call about Brady's leverage and all that, he says, I agree with the caller, Andrew. I think Brady might wait until the season starts and fill in if a contender gets an injury. Oh, I agree. So what would the Bucks do if it's week five, they have a new quarterback, and an AFC elite quarterback gets injured? I think the Bucks would take a fourth rounder to release the rights to Brady. That's all? I have no idea. I don't think they would trade him for just that. But I agree with you. That's that's a scenario that I could see Brady coming yep. back in. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. And I'm with Andrew too. I was, you know, like I I get it. It's it's a hard thing. I personally would say you're playing for me or nobody. Cuz what are the odds that Tampa's making that move for that quarterback? So now this is twice like, in 4 yeah. years, 3 years. They're getting the marquee quarterback on right. the market. Right. Like more often, more likely is they're getting like Jameis Winston back. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden Matt Ryan's like, "Hey, yeah. look at me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only quarterback left standing. Best quarterback in the division." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Does any part of you think that Brady just said what he said in part just to stay relevant? Yeah. Sure. Like that he just wants to be like included in any of these conversations. Absolutely. I mean, we all said that's why Gronk was doing it, you know, mm. leading people on. Like yeah. an announcement Gronk was doing it. Yeah, I mean, you could make the same argument. Gronk was doing it to sell product. Yeah. He was but and maybe, Br- maybe Brady Brady's whole yeah. life is a product. Which right. is, he's which a product. Which is why I said yeah. you could make the same argument. It's a yeah. tough transition, I think, for guys, especially someone like him who has been doing this and has been regimented, and now he's going to be kind of spinning without this 
Can't you NFL see him being cycle. a cranky little biatch in like two months? Sure. Well, but I could also see like Candyland if, if he if he really believes in his TB12 empire and goes into the business world and says, you know what, my goal is to take over this aspect of the sports therapy or lifestyle marketplace. Athleisure outfits. Yeah, like five to ten years from now, we're going to be considered the best in the world. Like, I could see him being, like, psychotically obsessed with doing that. And, like, he's got a new passion now. Coming for you, Lululemon. There's more than one thing in the world that you can like and be good at and want to go after. It's a difficult space. (laughs) (laughs) Ever watch Shark Tank? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's a competitive space. My name is Tom. That's my point. Like, it's so competitive. Like, maybe he gets into that and decides, okay, I can can get into this and be really ultra-competitive in that. He could. Yeah. Maybe well, he'll just become a fan of a team and get super invested in it, like me. Well, I heard <laughs> – and now we're at, up against it, but I heard, like <laughs> – That was funny. You know, he wants – you know, like, there's rumors of him wanting to be an owner in the league. But I don't know if that's from yeah. him or just someone speculating. Him and Peyton should go yeah. – oh. joint venture. Joint venture? Yeah. That'd be fun. He, like, Peyton could get out and do all the oh, talking and yeah. be, be entertaining. Tom's the closer. All the things that Tom's not. And Tom could be the closer behind the scenes. You know, Tom's, <laughs> Tom's been a little loose <laughs> these last couple of Comes years. In, doing glad the, doing uh, commercials and stuff. Yeah, showing he's just, he's just not good at it. Subway. But I'm Tom Brady. Be an expansion team, maybe? The Omaha something? Oh, Omaha! Omaha. Yeah. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots we should, Unfiltered. We we'll be back hours. on Thursday with another. Shut your we'll see what's going on with the Patriots coaching staff and jobs. who's coming, who's going. I'm not uh, we'll talk about it then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.